I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. About yay short, about yay tall, about so big, about so small, about this length, about this width, about this flow, about this gift. Uh. Hey, instinct leading me right up your alleyway. Skip the moet, let's chill with some Alizé. Enough stress in our day, let me massage your mind as my mental starts to play. Oh, wait, I missed the, can we start? <laughs> no, you you got it. We, we never start over either. This is all staying in the show. Oh, again, it starts who you are in your Sexual Chocolate Bar. And I got to keep you strong for the cause. And you got to keep me strong for the tours. Brother, man, and me. Damn the family. What else could we be when no one understands us but me? Uh, you were the first to tame me. Letitia, I'm out. <laughs> hey. I wanna be down. Hey, with what you going through, I wanna be down. Yeah. I wanna be down with you, no matter no time. Unauthorized, unauthorized. Oh, it does not have to be authorized. I got titties in the house, so hey. Hey, and welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Should I say the Black Astronauts That Tip podcast? Um, it is a Sunday, early in the morning, very special football Sunday mm-hmm. uh, because the Eagles beat the Cowboys. We are in there. Uh, Tony Romo ain't playing, so um, you know I'm a little nervous because we might not get any of them Christmas gifts of interceptions this year. But nope. Uh, hopefully, we can go ahead and get that W, man. So uh, let's go, Eagles. But it's also special for a completely other reason. Um, we have some special guests on the show. That's first time uh, being on the show. Um, you know, Karen and I have listened to them mm-hmm. um, since uh, they started uh, with the Black Astronauts podcast. Um, I remember um, like talking to Aaron a long time ago and being like, you know, the show is great. It's cool. You know, listening to a bunch of dudes sit around, talk dude shit. But what about the ladies, though? What about the ladies, though? And he, he added a lady. And I said, oh, that's cool. So you add one lady. That's it. You think I'm so be impressed? And then, bam, it was like ladies podcast after ladies podcast after ladies yes. podcast coming out. <laughs> and I said, I, 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 you know, I have to fall back, man. He killed that. So um, uh, we have the ladies from the Black Astronauts uh ladies launch podcast um hey. on the show and um what's up y'all how are y'all doing good, hello good. i'm out here hey what it is all right let me introduce the audience to to everybody so that, oh uh, and i want to correct oh never mind let karen get in here no 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 you you can introduce but i want to correct you candace was on when they she did she the was first time. that's as right part of, you're right as part of the black astronauts like uh crew mm-hmm. um but now she's back with the whole crew of ladies, mm-hmm. you know, which I prefer. No, no offense, fellas, but you know. <laughs> um, Candace, uh, can you yeah. just say hello to everybody real quick? Hey, y'all, it's Ken. We there dropping you. the disc. Mm-hmm. There you go. Recognize that voice. There's going to be a, <laughs> a lot of ladies talking today, people, so I want y'all to be able to clear it up. Uh, Kai, can you go ahead and say what's up to everybody? Peace, y'all. How y'all doing? What's up, everybody in the chat? I'm glad mm-hmm. to be here today. Karen, your hair is everything, boo. Thank you. Thank you, you. You looking like a dark and lovely commercial up in this bitch. Yes, <laughs> just for me. Hey. <laughs> yes. the cream. Hey. Yes. <laughs> um, as CJ. Yeah, I'm going to get paid for that. 
Um, I know, right? I know. I wish we could do that, like write people in the, in hindsight, like, "Hey, man, we sang y'all theme song, neither here or there." Um, so if y'all want to like <laughs> drop something off in the collection plate, that would be real cool. Nice, yeah. We uh, sent people your way. Yeah, we'll holler at y'all uh, just for me. Um, CJ, can you say what's up to everybody? How you doing? Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. It's CJ. Beautiful Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm glad Mm -hmm. you could join us. Um, And Leticia, is that, did I say it right that time? That's that's cool. Good morning. How's everybody? Good, good. good. Glad you could join us, man. Um, All right, man. First things first, let's get right into, um, you know, some questions because I have questions about y'all, man. Like, how did the crew of the Black Astronauts Ladies Launch get together like what was the selection process Were some people left out on the cutting room floor like, like did y'all you did have, not make it was it like an american idol style competition Fishing. like how did this collective come together well it was like survivor and so i had to put them through a process no i'm joking <laughs> we had um all worked together on sex and the sisters and these are women who write and I respect them and I like their voice. And so I hadn't heard any of them speak other than CJ, but I was just like, I'm drawn to them. I like what they're doing on the website. So they were the first people that I went to when Aaron was like, I want you to create a lady show. Mm. And they said, yes. I mean, so it was pretty easy. Do y'all ever feel like, um, well, actually, let me go back. For the for the rest of you guys, if you hadn't done podcasting before, if you hadn't really done anything audio wise before, what'd y'all think about, you know, this invitation to like, hey, let's let's do a podcast, podcast together and take it off of the off of the page. Well, for me, um I was a podcast fan already, so I was listening, you know, to shows and I was actually in y'all chat a lot as well, um, prior to being invited to uh join the show. So um it was kind of scary, I guess, because you know, we were, we're all literary folks. I'm a performing artist as well, but you know, a lot of, you know, my, uh, more racier conversations are in writing versus me saying it out my mouth. So I was really concerned a little bit mm-hmm. about taking this voice on the air and, but it's been well received. I feel so much love coming from, you know, everybody who is podcast fans and other podcast hosts. It's just been a big old love fest. Mm. Uh, what about the rest of y'all, man? Were y'all nervous? Um, I was quite nervous, actually. I didn't know what I was getting into. I was like, oh, wait, so we can Skype and record it, and that's the podcast? So um, my podcast, Cherry, was popped, and I've been <laughs> wide open ever since. Um, Black Guy Who Tips, I love listening to y'all. You crack uh, me up. Thank you, CJ. Thank you. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm pleased. Um, I'm wide open now. I'm like a little teenager. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Notice she said wide open twice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, you know that's, I that's, that's how true it is. It's like now I'm out in these podcast streets, some podcast freaking, going to the podcast right. club. You know what I'm saying? For real. Um, now who who didn't answer? Did was did Letitia say anything? Letitia, no, not Letitia. yet. Okay. Um, so yeah, this was a good um, idea as far as bringing all of us together, I've really been enjoying it. And so 
Um, for me, I had some prior experience in a different arena to do voiceovers and that type of stuff. So I had not had fun with it. And those types of things have changed so much. I was like, CJ, wow, we're on Skype. We're recording. We're talking, all of that stuff. So distance doesn't matter. Um, content and quality does. And you can reach anybody. So, yay. Yeah. Now, do y'all ever feel any pressure to, like, uh, you know, make sure that y'all keep the, the, the structure intact as far as like, you know, being females, getting along, all that stuff. Because I remember, the reason I asked, I was watching this Ayala Fix My Life episode. I don't know if y'all remember this one, but when she had the, the first like all black female blogger website and then the whole fucking show was about how they ain't like each other and couldn't stand each other and they fell out. And I was like, I, like the way they started it, they were like, we want to show the world that black women can get together and we could do things productive. And that, and then immediately it became about how much they hated each other and all this stuff. So I guess there's a lot of pressure to like, you know, be like almost to represent for people to be a role model for people. And there's not a lot of black women podcasts, Mm-mm. especially hosted solely by black women. So like, do y'all ever feel any pressure to like, you know, live up to a certain type of image? I'll let y'all take that. Cause I don't feel any pressure at all. I'm just me. Yeah, you know, I don't feel any pressure, and I think we've never really had any disagreements or conflicts from the first time we all spoke together. It was just, like, we vibed, and I think the more we interact with each other, the the better our chemistry gets. Um, I We haven't ever, I don't, I don't think, have argued or hated each other or been like, oh, I can't stand Letitia. What is she like? None of that ever. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get along. You you find a way to compromise. You know, we we have a a time taskmaster when we record on Thursdays, and if we start cutting into scandal time, mm. even if it is coming on the next day, she still gets the <laughs> answer. I'm just saying, you know, she just still wants to be in the momentum of that moment. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a great experience. That's great actually experience. that is actually brilliant. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, if you do the show like I don't need, I'm scared to do a show on the same day scandal come out because uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what happened. If we not being late. So that, <laughs> that is absolutely uh, brilliant to even do it on that day, because I'm pretty sure I would be watching the clock like, all right, wrap it up. I, I don't care what the subject is. It could be <laughs> you could be crying. It could be personal. Like and that was the first time I had an abortion. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Because <laughs> That's how she does it. That's how she does it, too. That's, that's exactly how it goes. You turned the show. You tuned in. Right, right, absolutely. And, and the other thing is, is that we have uh, a great example. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our little big brothers over at the Black Astronauts podcast have really defined what it is to do a show. So when we got on the mic, we had instructions on what to do, how to do it, timing, you know, show mm-hmm. notes. So we we really had good examples to help us to be our best. And so when we came out our first show, it didn't feel awkward. We felt very prepared and, you know, hopefully that's coming across to the audience, you know? Yeah. And, and I have a question. How, when y'all came in, how did y'all feel about Aaron? Cause you know, Aaron kind of runs the, everything and, and kind of gets everything going. He kind of sits in the background. Like how do y'all feel about him spying on y'all listening to y'all while y'all record? <laughs> Cause that's how I felt when I was on the show. <laughs> I don't mess with Aaron. I, I'm gonna just say that. I'm, Slander. I'm, 
No, oh wow! Even when he's away, you hear this, Aaronites. So, um, I I refuse to drink the Kool Aid. I just kind of you know lay back in the cut further than he is and, and watch him. See, mm, that's okay. what you do. Watch the watch him. No, I'm just After kidding. he made us walk to Juniors, I felt like I could. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love and take the cheesecake back. I'm yeah. saying, did he that's didn't even eat the cheesecake? That was terrible. Oh my gosh! Nothing but respect for Aaron B. Though big ups. Um, now, uh, also like uh, you guys say that you don't disagree and you get along and stuff. Um, I I listened to y'all do what I thought was the impossible um, the other day. Uh, I listened to four separate black women talk about Beyonce's album and feminism. And nobody got cut. Nobody was cussing nobody out. <laughs> nobody, they like, didn't get ugly. And y'all did disagree, but it was so civil and nice. Like it was, it felt like almost a, uh, like a school debate. Like everybody had their time. Everybody had their, you know, rebuttals and stuff. And it just ended. And, you know, I actually, I, I know you guys say you had a good example in the Black Astronauts podcast, but I can't see that happening with Feek Blurman. Uh, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere near a microphone. So I, I actually commend y'all because I think y'all did it uh, even better. You know? Did you want us to tear a T-shirt though? I, I did not. Like I, don't, <laughs> I don't, like I personally don't get off on like you know, no, cuss her out. She, she wrong. Like I, I, don't, I don't listen to shows like that typically unless it's like a huge disagreement. So I just really wanted to hear different perspectives on it because I've been, you know, we and we're gonna do it today. Uh, I've been listening to anything anybody has to say about Beyonce because it's been extremely interesting yes, to see. Because I feel like it all says something about them, like not, not really her, but whatever your discussion is, typically tends to talk more about like your personal preferences and yep, not about her. Views. So it's real cool to listen to people talk about it, even the crazy people. So. <laughs> not not that any of y'all came off crazy for the record but you know some people if y'all been reading these pieces <laughs> yeah some you know, of them is nuts. Some, some of these motherfuckers are crazy right um, well, all right so uh another thing too man like um you you guys have been podcasting for what how many episodes are y'all deep in the ladies launch when is it five? Five. 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 Yeah, five yeah all right so um five episodes deep have you guys got any like uh, do you guys get treated differently online? Are you getting more, uh, feedback? Do you have, have you had anybody that hasn't, hasn't agreed with something y'all said yet? Like, um, what, like how, how's that going yet? And how are you guys adjusting to that? Well, I know, um, appear, I'm not, I'm not sure who this person is, but, um, I got a, I got a friend request on Facebook from somebody and I was like, okay, this has to be related to the podcast. And then, um, and I think we'll probably talk about it on the feedback show later, but he felt like I completely missed it in terms of my my opinion about Beyonce's album. Mm. And it's like a, 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 a lengthy point-by-point point email. Oh! <laughs> yep, yep. We're used to those, yes. Those are those are the best. Oh, yeah. So, um, and that actually, I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, someone's listening to me and they have an opinion. But, you know, you're wrong here, you're wrong yeah. here. And you're wrong here, but either way, you felt strongly enough to say something. That's right. Yeah. That's what's up. You know, this is this is how I'm fucked up because from day one I've been like that. Where if you write us about the show, like I'm flattered for about four seconds because I'm like, oh man, that's cool. I'm glad that somebody was feeling what we was talking about enough to have an opinion. 
and then I see you disagree with me. I'm like, fuck you. Don't ever write me. I don't want to hear this shit. Like, I, like, immediately flip the switch, uh, cause, you know, just that ego thing. But, um, especially if they're wrong or they're misquoting me, because I think a lot of times, and it's almost like the longer the feedback, the more likely it happens. Like, the, like, all of a sudden they start saying shit you didn't say. And it, you know, it drives me a little bit crazy because it's like, then you call Beyonce a bitch. I'm like, I never said. Wait, wait, I was like, when why, did we go why would you say that, sir? <laughs> Who have you been talking to? What show did you listen to? So, um, yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, now anybody else getting like any type of feedback? I know, um, I've seen dudes talking about Kai and her voice and all the sexiness and stuff. I mean, even that's a kind of a reaction. Like, yeah, like- how's that going for y'all? So it, it's kind of crazy for me um, to have all that attention, first of all. Um, I get a lot of inbox requests on Facebook and especially on the Twitter. Um, they, you know, say things like, you know, you're so sexy. And the funny thing is, is like the only picture that I have floating out here is the one that y'all see in the chat with, mm-hmm. you know, my little lips poking out and my little tattoo. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for folks to profess they love for me. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm like y'all niggas is crazy. Like how mm-hmm. is it that you done fell in love with a tattoo shot and some powdered lips? <laughs> it's, it's, and 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 the voice. Yeah, Yo, the, the voice. I mean, it's twisted and the voice. Yeah, that 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 mm-hmm. voice. Like I, you know, I know I'm female, but man, when you talk and you say and the Twitter, I'm like yes, the Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know, niggas gonna be jacking off to what they can jack off to. That's just oh, what it okay. is. That's how dudes are. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. you, you can put it, a voice with yeah, it. You, you could be a picture of an egg, and it's probably some dude like, yeah, Kai. That's what I'm talking about. So, it's, it's <laughs> not you can do it. Your about. mind, Kai. It's not just your voice, and your, like you say things that make men be like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the way she thought about that in that voice. Mm-hmm. Or y'all talk about like street harassment, and I know that y'all be like, "This is so annoying, it's the worst." But dudes just be hearing like, "So she look good enough to street harass." Right. That's I'm, a good thing. I'm, I'm willing to send a fly out on there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna go ahead and inbox that and see what happens. So uh I could definitely see getting attention like that, man. Um Now uh I want to say I saw Leticia saying on um yesterday on Twitter that she hasn't even really like given Twitter a chance until now. So, I mean, obviously that's a completely, you know, different uh, social media platform that you mm-hmm. weren't even messing with until the show. Right. Absolutely. I hated Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I had to join Twitter for school and that was the only reason that I had an account. And I fought my teacher the entire semester because she that's where she lives on Twitter. So when the show came about, I was like, oh, yeah, I have a Twitter account. And by then I had started using it a lot, a lot more frequently. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm like a Twitter ninja now. I love being out there now. Yeah. For the characters in them streets, you know. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, you said something yesterday. I was reading that. Um, I I agree with it too, and it's the reason I like Twitter better than Facebook and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that 140 character limit is so real. Yes, I yes. love it. I, I don't have the time, time to read a dissertation. Wrap it the <laughs> fuck up. I don't even click on that stuff where it's like, hey, uh, my tweet's a little bit longer. longer. Click on this link to see what I had to say. No, Mm -hmm. nigga. Wrap Mm -hmm. it up. Mm -hmm. If I click and it takes me to another site, I'm out. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Mm, It's like having a just a shut up box in your life. I wish I could have it in real life. You know what I mean? Or just... It's like, listen, Kobe is the problem because up oh, that's over 140. That's, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what I'm not concerned about. Lot. Yes, <laughs> you got. I need. I need complete sentences. Not for right. uh, 
but yeah that, that's cool man um and uh who who didn't talk cj have you yeah. had it have you had any differences did we talk did we talk yet i think we talked okay candace <laughs> i'll say okay so the highest compliment that i've gotten on twitter thus far is being compared when i gave um pip fan the business mm-hmm. being compared to a claire huxtable cuss out I was like, thank you. You know, that really humbled and made my soul rise. <laughs> that that it's is a like Claire Huxtable cuss out on the Cosby show when she goes in and she's talking all fast and that was high praise and I was like, you know, I really appreciate you for that. That, that so that's the best I've got. That is one classy cuss out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think if we all could aspire to the Claire Huxtable class uh classy cuss out uh society would be better. You know, I actually have her as a gif on Twitter of her uh doing the um doing the neck roll with the okay cuz uh I use that sometimes just be like okay cuz I co-sign that and uh <laughs> she is my spirit animal so I appreciate <laughs> anybody anybody want to compare compare anything about cussing somebody out to Claire uh that's that's the highest of high praise isn't it oh my god um all right man we let's get into the show man we got so many topics ladies and <laughs> So I'm sure we have so many different opinions um all over the place. So uh let me introduce everybody and say that um, you know, first of all, go to the blackastronauts.com. Yes. Search for the black astronauts on uh iTunes, Stitcher. Uh they getting written about y'all. I'm talking about Yes, um, they is. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at these at these articles and shit. I'm like, look at these niggas blowing up. Yes, I, they grinding hard over there. Like, honestly, man, um, when you guys got written up, um, and Madame Noir, um, and uh, I'm forgetting the other place. Um, rolling out, rolling, rolling out. out. Yes, I like we, me and Karen were talking. Like, you see this? Yeah, I saw that. Oh shit, they blowing up. Like, uh, and then we actually got mentioned in the article too. So that's even doper, man. Um, mm-hmm. We we just appreciate y'all. And uh, if it, like I said, if anybody's listening that like has a podcast, is like kind of in the like chitlin circuit of podcasts and shit be happy for people man like be happy for people that are getting some attention because if you do something that eventually that attention will come to you too and Mm -hmm. and it and it's kind of like the way our show works like if we ever get quote-unquote put on if we ever get any attention it all comes back to other people if you go to stitcher and you click on someone's podcast, it tells you about another, another podcast. podcast. We all link together. And if it's a black podcast, it tells you about another black podcast more than likely. So like your line, your shit is down the line somewhere. So, um, I would hate to hear people. And I mean, it, it happens, but I would hate to hear people like being any way jealous or negative about that. Um, because like I said, it all trickles down to everybody else, man. And it's nothing but love and especially. For, you know, black astronauts and, and black astronauts lady launch, they don't do anything but show love to other that, people. That's it. So, you know, if you hate them, then you pretty much don't need to fuck with us because that's pretty much disgusting. Yeah. And when me and Roger was in the, the car yesterday, we was talking about us. We were talking about how um when it comes to black podcasting, how you have to show love to get love. And I know I said that before. And people go, yeah, whatever. But you literally got to show love to get love. And sometimes you don't always get that same love back in return. But. 
it doesn't stop us from still reaching out, from still growing, from still uh, pushing other podcasts and things like that. Because at the end of the day, we all in this together. And the thing is that I don't feel like nobody's competition. And I think a lot of times people feel like, well, you listen to my shit and nobody else's. That's very, very unrealistic. We all in this together as far as I'm concerned. So when y'all blow up, as far as I'm concerned, everybody blows up. So yeah. it's one of those things where I wish y'all nothing but the best. If y'all get to the point where y'all on MTV, I will still be pushing y'all just the same. Yeah. You know, but that, that's just how we roll. And I'm gonna be talking about like I'm gonna be like, yeah, we discovered them, man. They was on the show oh, back in like years ago, 2013. <laughs> I'm like, like, baby, you remember that? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely be lying. Be like, yeah, we talk <laughs> behind the scenes every day. I yeah. used to mentor them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you, 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 you like, ain't you even remember, know that. You ain't even know. But like, you remember Aaron? Yeah, we remember Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Aaron was afraid to even type on the internet. Look at him now. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's not gonna afraid be, to type. <laughs> it was going to be like, we remember when Aaron was still ashy. Look yeah. at him. <laughs> <laughs> low on the moms now. <laughs> All that cocoa butter now and coconut he, oil. Now he go buy lotion to classy. He didn't have no lotion before he knew me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so make sure y'all support, man. Go read those articles. Cause like, also, like I said, they shout out people and you can hear a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, like how they work, how, um, you know, they deal with, uh, you know, Aaron and, um, you know, just all that stuff, man. It's pretty cool. So, um, like I said, the black guy who tips podcast, you can find us at the black guy who tips.com, iTunes, Stitcher radio, Podomatic, the black guy who tips, um, make sure you guys do all that stuff. Uh, go to the black sign up for like premium. If you want to join, um, like you can do donations. If you want to, you can leave comments, you can vote in the polls, leave comments on your votes in the polls. We're going to put up a thread, uh, this week for the people to start nominating, uh, moments from last year because it's like near the end of the year y'all can't mm-hmm. believe it's almost 2014 right. yes almost. um damn this year flew by man yes it did how the, how the fuck i lose my job and time went faster like it was i thought time <laughs> yeah, would slow so, down i would just be sitting around the house no, like god damn when you working time feel like literally time feel like it's taking forever <laughs> when yeah. you like at a nine to five job but when you working and it's something that you love and you doing and before you go on i know we might do this later on like mm-hmm. on another show but i want to talk about this y'all this year i can't speak for nobody else but this year for me personally has been one of the best years ever for me and for this podcast personally i think you know what um to the people that uh fired Roderick, you know what? That's the best gift you could have ever gave us. <laughs> you know, I, I I thank you for that gift. Uh but because but because of that gift, you have inspired him to be his own boss, producer, editor, um, you know, my tech dude, the IT dude, the phone dude, the email dude, like like he do, he does a lot of shit. <laughs> And so because y'all decided to let him go, y'all encouraged him to do things that I don't think he ever would have done. And so this year literally has been the best year ever. And honestly, this has been one of the happiest I've ever seen my husband because for the first time ever, I really do think he's doing something that he loves. And that's why I push him, I encourage him, and I support him. And that's why I want all the other podcasters to know if you got a dream to start your own podcast, do it. If you got a dream to work for your own podcast, it's possible. You know, it's one of those things where some, a lot of times I think that fear allows people 
not to do their dreams and aberrations. If you got to go get that degree, damn it, go get that degree. You got to get that certification, go get that certification. Do whatever you need to do to make that dream come alive. If you got to get a business license, pay them fines, pay them fees, save your money up. Do whatever you got to do because I'm here to tell you right now, 2014 is going to be great for a lot of people. You need to get on board or you will get left behind. All right. Well, um, I feel like the Mac I choose you should have been playing behind all that because all I heard, <laughs> all I heard was Karen pimping me. But uh, oh yeah, have, you know that's that's what I do best. Get on that. Like thing. he can get on those emails. That's he right. Can, he can send more phone calls. Get out there and get on that stroll, and I'm constantly giving him something to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it though, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, I didn't see it at the time, but yeah, I guess losing my job was. Uh, a, a positive and yeah uh this year's flown by because i've been way more busier than normal literally you worked more yeah so it's been crazy man um but when you're doing what you love it's not really work you know what i'm saying right it's, right it's just like this is what i'm supposed to be doing this is my life you know yeah i'll be feeling like that um a lot man like i think it's almost uh it's gift and a curse because like you look up and because you don't think of it as work and you be like i've been working all fucking day yeah like you 12 hours 14 hours right you be like it is three in the morning and i'm still posting these episodes i guess this i should go to bed like yeah (laughs) it's a little it's a little different but um you know i prefer it man so uh can't even no no complaints for me um, but yeah, man, the year's almost over. So you guys, uh, we're going to be putting up a post on the blackouttest.com. We'll be linking you guys to it. We'll be like spreading the word on all, like all this stuff, uh, our social media. And you're going to be able to vote or, well, nominate. You'll be able to nominate your favorite moments from 2013, man. Yeah, like the second tippies. Yeah. It'll be the second annual blackout tips tippies. You know, we're going to have, I'm sure ladies launch will be one of the people that get suggested. Mm-hmm. We'll have, uh, you know, best new guest. I mean, we, we started doing the show five times a week this year. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys got some best new guests, you know, um, we're going to have, of course, uh, funniest moment, best impression. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're even accepting nominations from, um, people that, you know, have premium. If you have like, yeah, the premium uh, shows, I know people really enjoyed the RG three, uh, Donovan Mac, uh, Donovan McNabb, McNabb. um, uh, role play thing we did with Justin. Like, um, yep. there's a lot of stuff. Yep. That you guys yeah. can nominate. Yeah. So. so if you ain't on that premium tip and you be like, well, what are they nominating? You need to get on it so you can hear it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Best interview. I mean, there's a lot. Of, like, I just think back all the shit we did this year and I'm like, yeah, we we did a lot of shit. Like, yeah, like, like, ba- <laughs> like and you know, and, and the, the funny part, baby, is, is I think that we literally increased it and went like tenfold literally yeah. even though it doesn't feel like it because yeah. you had a thing went from like. It doesn't feel like it to you, but it definitely feel like it. It feel like it. Well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it definitely is more than we used to do. It, I'm not complaining because I love it, but and, yeah, and, and, it's I, more. And, and I guess for me, because like I said, I work too, and I but like this, I'm like the puff daddy. I just show up and go take that, take that, and leave the room. Yeah. But uh, Roderick does a lot of the grunt work, and it's not because uh, uh, I don't want to do the grunt work, but it's like I, you know, I'm, I'm like the boss. I was like, hey, nigga, I gotta go make this money. You know, go out there and work them streets, go make that money. Yeah, do it right, girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. push and promote. Put that shit up on Facebook. Put that shit up on Twitter. Stroll around, spin around, girl. Let <laughs> let let them know. Yeah, it don't sound nearly as loving with that Willie Hutch under it. <laughs> yeah, 
I just wanted to put that under there for everybody that's like, oh, you know, she'd be supporting Rod. You put that Willie Hutch under there, you like, I think she's pimping this nigga. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for but, sure. You know, that's what that's like one of the classic black love songs, though. Like, oh yeah, I choose you, girl. You be like, mm-hmm. oh, getting chose up in everybody this. want to get chose, right? Yes. Everybody. <laughs> then I'll be like, I'll be like, so you seen the Mac? No, I ain't really seen the Mac lately. Yeah, watch that. Watch the Mac, and then your yeah. perspective would change about that song. Goldie was choosing them, if you know what I'm saying. I'll be mm-hmm. your mother. I'll be your friend. I'll be your father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Of course, uh, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet and ball. Bullet ball extreme. Oh, yeah. She was on top of it, dog. Um... This podcast is sponsored. It's brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, they need you guys to pick up their YouTube channel, specifically with their latest movie trailer, which is sitting at a sad, very sad 57 views. That's 50, all? 57? This is in the copy, by the way. He is pissed, guys. Okay. Like, Y'all need to get on it. I'm going to put this in the chat because I don't want him to be mad at me. Like, just <laughs> click on this shit. Uh, I don't even care if you watch it. I'm not going to front. Just click Go on, on it, it and, 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 and thumbs it up. Thumbs it up. Yeah. Just uh, if you want to leave a comment, uh, it's YouTube. So I don't think it matters what kind of comment you leave. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can just put like a uh, nigger or uh, some sort of homophobic <laughs> slur. I think that's the, I don't know what the rules are there. I Me think that's either. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But, um, that's what you, most people do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like that's under every first. If you want to put first guys, you can do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, make sure you guys do that. Cause, uh, I like to see him get more than 57 views. Uh, he says there are YouTube videos of a dog scratching his ass with more views than that. So help us bump that up by swinging over to the youtube link which i just put in the chat and i put on the website and check it out feel free to comment or like it as well and there are some other good videos on our channel so stay and hang out um let's uh let's get into the show guys um i have a lot of articles here and i want to get everybody's opinion uh first things first have y'all heard about the marine corps and their rules for black hair specifically oh hell Mm-hmm. <sighs> I like that. I like that. Every every woman on the show immediately was like, "This ain't be good. This can't be good." No. <laughs> uh, the Marine Corps issued some very explicit regulations on what Marines' hair can look like, particularly if those Marines are black women. Uh-oh. No Beyonce wigs, y'all. Nope. Mm-mm. No lace fronts. No lace fronts. No red weaves. Shout out oh, to Pinky. Wait, wait, no red ones? Wait, so can you do gold? I did just have an incredibly racist vision of like black women with like really loud hair crossing the field, like the, the lines. <laughs> like we're supposed to be in camouflage. <laughs> what are you doing, Latoya? They're going to see us. <laughs> oh Get everybody God. killed. Yeah, you know how much I paid for this? No, right. I'm wearing this. Right. Uh-uh, right. She can't fit the hat on her head. She's right. not going to on that. Uh-uh. Y'all just going to have to get shot today. Yeah, or, yeah. She, or she gets shot when it starts raining because she jumps up and runs away. <laughs> no, she got on her camouflage scarf. <laughs> she got that stuff tied up, okay? Please. Y'all know she still got it wrapped. Well, and her big-ass earrings, so that's going to give away the, the location because they're going to be clinking while she's running the fuck away. ding 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to try to see the the like. I, I feel like this these rules came about because I mean they haven't issued these rules to 2013, 
so i feel like this rule didn't come about until they realized there was some black woman that's like i'm not doing that my hair is laid and i paid a bit too much for this yes and sadly that's probably exactly what happened that's why the rule exists somebody duff protested too loud about her hair and that's exactly what happened you know we'll find out the story the rest of the story just five white dudes in a room like uh yeah i know that this is actually supposed to be a meeting about what we're doing in kuwait and that's cool but uh candidate uh private latoya green refuses to take out her extensions and is really distracted to everybody they, distracting though. Yeah. Yes. They, but like she's going around, they keep getting caught up in the bot wire when she's yeah. when she's in her practice Ooh, in the morning. Would, she don't care. She'll take the Dang. extra hour, guys. She'll take the extra hour to go around. She don't she don't care. We can't do any marine training. Like we're trying to go under the water and she said no. So uh <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to do something about this. Uh so they, they ended up passing Marine Administrative Order six five eight slash thirteen. Mm. which forbid faddish quote-unquote faddish exaggerated quote-unquote and eccentric hairstyles mm. what could that mean the marine black the, <laughs> right the marine you can corps, word this a little bit better the marine corps defines faddish as a transitory fashion adopted with wide enthusiasm so black uh, right well, they, th- this is where they get wrong with hair care and the accessibility to things. Dolly Parton and alike, Loretta Lynn and all of them coal miners' daughters and everybody else has been wearing clip-ins, ponytail, phony lonies and all, everything else, okay? Mm-hmm. So if this is going to be a policy that is widely not only mandated and enforced because we still leave ourselves out open for those two next things for 2014 amendments. But anyhow, why in the world are we singling folks out? What do you mean extreme? Yeah. I want to know. What do you mean? Like, can white women get them curly hair perms? Absolutely. You know, I feel like those curly hair perms, it suits them, right? In Mm -hmm. the Marines though. Have y'all seen Marines? Yeah, I've seen I feel them. like you need to be bald headed. I just, yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody in Marines should be bald. Exactly. Yeah. What do you do? What can't do lace fronts? Like 18 inch weave in your hair. If you're in the Marines, like, I feel like this policy was made up mm. maybe with five white dudes in the room who are afraid it might happen because for real, like, what woman is going to join the Marines and still be concerned? about her expensive weave like i've seen people in the marines you know you know what cj that's a good point because they did just have the first ever women's uh like uh marine like women that just passed a marine test and Mm -hmm. i remember it was a big deal because they all took a selfie um but they were all white women and they had like the short crew cuts because you know they they were marines and that's Mm kind of like what they do to everybody's head when you go to the um marines but um Mm -hmm. no they think they demi more come on that's true too that is true <laughs> but but i wonder if they were just like uh overreacting because it's like well you know the black women are faster and they're gonna be coming now so right they fear that slippery slope mm-hmm. they're like what what could come next yeah that's a good point man well they say here um it doesn't really mean that if you read between all the all the lines it means that some black hairstyles have been 
that have been around for decades. So it's not just fattest shit. Uh, the Marine Corps has officially allowed micro braids. So you guys can get micro braids. That's cool. But mm-hmm. do people still get micro braids in 2014 or no? Uh, well, you yeah, know. They do. See, that was yes. slander, Can. That was slander. I'm like, <laughs> yes, they do still shade. get micro braids. Yeah, that was shade. It yeah. was a little shade. Uh, a little oak tree. Yeah, the, the, the view, tree. the views of, uh, Candace do not affiliated with the Blackout Tips, uh, <laughs> podcast. If you're listening with micro braids, it's absolutely fine. Um, nobody's looking. Uh, <laughs> Before it wasn't clear and at least one Marine felt they were sometimes frowned upon, but there are other kinds of braids that aren't allowed. The order offers examples of hairstyles considered to be faddish or exaggerated and thus not authorized to wear a uniform. Um, which, you know, they put in bullet points. Locks and twist. Oh, hells no. I'm done. Mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not including French rolls. What are French rolls? What are those? Are people still wearing French rolls in 2020? But wait a minute. Nobody. <laughs> now, there you go. That's, That's an old school style. Is finger waves on there, too? How about Jerry Curls? Right. <laughs> I mean, since we're going down all the 1980 hairstyles. <laughs> the Jerry Curls of fire hazard. I can understand that one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Somebody be shooting off a rifle. Next thing you know, they on fire and shit. Who in here had a Jerry Curl when they were younger, though? Me. I did too for convenience. I was tender hit. And mine was long and sexy too. Mine was to my shoulders. You couldn't tell me shit. <laughs> I had a full pair of faucet long girl. What? Hey, Flipping hey, it from hey. side to side. Thought I was the shit. You couldn't tell me nothing. Let your soul glow. Honey, it was glowing too. It was glowing bright. Wasn't it pretty? Yeah, it was. Pillowcases all through the house. <laughs> the chair, the sofa, anything I put my head on. Oh no, we have plastic up on our stuff. Mother knew better. <laughs> and that's why your grandma put plastic in the den, right there. <laughs> the, uh, the curls. Um, but, uh, another one, hair sculpting. Oh, now that should be outlawed again. That went out in what nineties? You know, I oh, think that's when you try to put a statue on top of your head. I feel like the military just got Instagram, and they were, <laughs> yeah, they was like somebody no. went through. Somebody yeah. in the PR department was like, like we can't be letting these Negroes in. Yeah. Not with this. Oh, could you imagine? Are those Skittles in his hair? Like, <laughs> no, we, we got the band food. Tree? Is that Baby New Year? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know you could do this with hair, but no, not in the military. But like, no, no light bulbs. Where does it plug up at? Does it go in the ear? No, we can. We will not allow any of this. Like somebody from the public PR department, like you said, went through Instagram and Twitter was like, hey, hey, y'all, we got to change our policies. Yeah, eccentric, eccentric directional flow, twist, texture, or spiking is what as hair sculpting is considered. Buns or braids with loose hair extending at the end except as authorized below they say um and the exception uh here the exception is instructive locks are dreadlocks of course so uh they don't want you to have those twists are uh like malia obama wears her hair in the summer of 2009 so they're not mm. cool with that uh french twists however are entirely different uh like grace kelly wears those those are allowed um and they have like a picture below um the list is not all inclusive uh, but there's more. The Marine Corps is looking for a specific thing in a young Marine as well as a very specific thing in a braid. Braids, when worn, multiple braids should be of uniform dimension. What that mean? 
uh they can't like you can't be having like one big braid and then like some little braids on the side oh. like it's gotta be what it's gotta be like <laughs> all over your head <laughs> oh, yeah. okay i understand now. even braids uh they gotta be small in diameter from one eighth to one fourth of an inch Oh my gosh! Oh, take really? that to the take that to the beauty shop, okay? They want you in there for the fifteen shop. hours getting your hair braided. Tell Renika and them, girl, don't make my braids no more than one eighth inch, please. <laughs> oh my god! And and don't mess around and have a big head. They're gonna be like, nigga, you gonna have to pay me an extra three hundred fifty dollars. We're gonna be here for. We got to get five girls to get your hair done. I just want to see. I want to see the first drill sergeant to pull out a ruler on the braids. Oh, somebody is that like put oh, that in a movie. That's say, gonna. Right. Yeah, put that in a movie. That's going to be intense. Like, who that's was the person that was like, yo, an eighth of an inch, that's okay. You know, three quarters of an inch, too much. Like, who, <laughs> who decided that? Like, right. nobody black. Right. And, yeah. and, and a man, probably. So how of does the man tell a woman what is the right braid dynamita for her hair? Mm-hmm. It was probably but, uh, Nelly. You know, he liked them. Oh, more. Lord. Not Nelly. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Well, listen, if you're doing those, um, those old style Janet Jackson poetic justice braids, that is, oh, oh my God. Demerit, demerit. Oh, you get demoted. I've been doing so good for years, never thinking about them braids in that movie again. I love those braids. (laughs) Rock those. I love those. Those braids braids are back. They back. They back? Yeah. You ain't seen people wearing See? them. They've been putting them up in a bun all summer long. People have box braids. Mm-hmm. See, that's no why, shit. and that's why the military got on it, man. <laughs> like, look, this the- is my thing, and this is this is racist. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just use that disclaimer. Okay, this is you racist. On the right, you you're on the right show for that, you know. It's in our classes. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw on that the, in on the right show classes. for that too. Racist but, and classes and disclaimer. You know, but let's just say that stereotypically people who might wear these hairstyles want to fight. Why shouldn't they be in the military? Oh, God. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's oh, good. I can say it. That's I, a good point. I expected. Sharkeisha, right. I'm just saying, didn't she have micros? Who right. knows? Who knows? Y'all know, Char- y'all know Sharkeisha got shot? She no. did, and then in the picture in the hospital, she was handcuffed to the bed. I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck happened there. I just saw the picture. I was like, what the? what is the rules? How the fuck you get shot and they be like, let's lock you down. Cause yeah, we don't want nobody coming yeah. up in the hospital shooting the nurses trying I, to tend to you. Yeah, I know you got shot, but let's be honest here, Sharkeisha. You're the dangerous one. So we're just going <laughs> to handcuff yeah. you to the bed. None because... of our nurses will be on YouTube for getting smacked. Yeah, and she looked so weak. Like, she didn't even look like she was uh ready to swing on people she liked she was recovering from gunshot wounds and they right. still was like yeah just chain her up anyway because you know we don't want no problems mm. to back up my racism and classism i'm gonna do a content analysis of world star hip-hop videos and i'm oh, gonna no. just see what the hairstyles of the women who are fighting in the videos are just to back it up just to make sure oh okay. your eyeballs gonna burn out honey no don't yeah, do that good luck with that uh i don't know how you're gonna do your podcast from this point on because <laughs> brain it's, melts. it's really difficult to do a podcast with no frontal lobe but if oh, you uh want to go ahead and try to do it I'm like yeah uh what do you think about it uh, oh she's been watching the world I star challenge you because really what it sounds like to me is any hairstyle that beyonce or solange would wear mm-hmm. you can't wear I I agree with you in that if you're a celebrity, you can wear it. <laughs> but you and I just ain't in them streets wearing a full. <laughs> and I mean, let's be honest. I love 
we both have locks. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be um, allowed. Our hair. I don't want no parts of the military. Let me just add that piece. Yeah, I feel like this is going. This should increase the locks uh, percentage of black women a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like Ah! I would start getting the poetic justice braids for sure. Like now, because I don't want to go get shot. Um, And also, uh, I don't know if I want to go into a military conflict with Beyonce. She just fuck around and have a surprise offensive she ain't tell nobody about. All of a sudden, who the fuck are all these niggas? Why, why you didn't tell nobody the plan? Now we just taking over fucking Afghanistan. You didn't clear that with anybody. You told six people. And now all of a sudden, it's 800,000 motherfuckers attacking this one place. I don't know if I want to roll with her like that. Like, I just rather appreciate from a distance and download it on iTunes. Right. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, they don't want, now this I do agree with, foreign materials. So like bees, decorative items should not be braided into your hair. I kind of, I get that. Like, I, I think, you know, you got to be careful in the military about putting, you know, farm materials in your hair. Cause you know, somebody might put like spinning rims in there or some shit. Like what's the line? Oh, oh not spinning rims. <laughs> you that, that may be, that may be the thing to save your life though. <laughs> oh my God. Bulletproof weave. Yes. Oh, well, why ain't nobody worked that. on that yet? Get on that. Teflon weave, dog. Oh shit! I don't need wear weave, and I would, I would just carry that in my back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> and sell it, make some money. Get my head Teflon hair wrap. Let's just get that real quick. Oh, um, so too much. When when worn <laughs> loose, a bulletproof um, head wrap. Mm, you wouldn't be able oh to keep God. that shit in stock. The Korean people would be like, "No, we got no more. We got no more. <laughs> you gotta wait till the next order." I'd be happy if they would just get you a, a true wrap that would stop your hair from sweating back with the press and curl if you choose to do that. That mm-hmm. that work on that technology. Well, you know what? Since we're going bulletproof, I would like a bulletproof wrap cap. You know what? What happened? Ooh, yeah, what happened if you cap. like wrap your hair, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you want to be in the military, but you, you know you get shot in the head, you don't want to hurt. Just right. give me something to lightly place. You know, just thin. <laughs> All this technology. You mean mm-hmm. to tell me you can't get me a lightly thin bulletproof wrap cap that I can lay lay down and sleep on? I pay twenty nine ninety five for that plus tax. Yeah. <laughs> they also, I mean, if it's the military and they get into the official business of supporting black hair, I feel like they can increase the hair technology. Like we could probably finally get something that props a woman's head up when she go to sleep so that she don't have to, you know, sleep with that one hand on her head all night trying to keep it from like hitting the pillow, you know, like that. Of course, <laughs> trying to save them curls. Yeah. Billion dollars. Mm-hmm. yeah but wouldn't you spend it oh you know what baby baby it would be like yoga blocks i don't know if y'all know like the yoga blocks help you hold position mm-hmm. they, oh, yeah. they, they, they need blocks like that for like for like for, black women hair now you could yes like you could charge that, like a hundred dollars for that shit and women would get those for christmas because every, every once in a while you need them you know there's nothing wrong yeah. with that mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so they also said when worn loose braids will comply with medium or long hair length guidelines or be secured to the head with one direction and straight lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, for and aft when wearing a bun, the hair forming the bun may be unbraided. So you don't have to worry about that part, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just an uh, interesting article I saw there. Interesting article. Um, this is some sad news. And uh, I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, uh, this is... Uh, way more devastating than paul walker dying mm. a little less than mandela no i'm not crazy but uh 
the man who produced the movies booty call and above the rim is dead at 54 oh no that's right a producer See you at the crossroads so you don't be lonely at the crossroads, you don't mm-hmm. Uh, you know, personally, I prefer DRS's Gangsta Lean, but it's cool. That's uh, <laughs> that's fine. Also, um, I pull forty to your memory. No yeah. wrong song. Yeah, yeah that's okay. It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was the jam. Them the hard Gangsta Lean. <laughs> those had to be the hardest singing looking gangster dudes ever. Like of all time, the beginning of that video does not look like them boys are about to be blowing. Mm-mm. Like they about to be like, and I pull up forty out on these niggas and I kill them all. But instead, is you know, niggas start singing and shit. Um, police say Jeffrey Iron Polak, Polak, I mean Polak, was found collapsed early Monday. He went jogging and he passed out and died. He's only fifty four. He was wearing jogging clothes, carrying an iPod, so they don't uh, suspect any like you know, uh, you know, any type foul of foul play, play. and um. The he made the Fresh Prince of Bel some uh, several seasons of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He made Above the Rim, which is one of the most underrated movies of all time. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, you know, still to my in my opinion, uh, the best athletic performance in a movie of all time. And I'm talking about over Teen Wolf, um, <laughs> over <laughs> everything, over, over Juice. Over, uh, Juice didn't have athletic performances. I love Juice, but you know that's my movie. But I mean, just specifically like. Over Hoosiers, over Rudy, over um, any uh, given oh, Sunday. Not over Ali, though. Over Ali. Like, hmm. you had to consider that Shep. Over the Titans? Over the <laughs> Titans. Because I'm, I'm, here's the thing, man. Shep retired because his friend jumped off a roof where they were playing with no fence for some reason. <laughs> they were trying to play a game that specifically was very dangerous. Why, why the basketball uh goal was on the edge of a roof i'll never understand i don't live in new york i just assume that's what y'all do up there but he played a game and his best friend Netso died he retired from basketball became a teacher was like 50 years old came back and played in one game wearing khakis and dress shoes and put up <laughs> and he only played a half by the way put up about 50 points and got shot that's amazing that's true that's true yeah like ain't nobody else in the game like i mean you know shout out to lee no no you know no and no disrespect to will smith playing that part but he didn't get shot after the round like if tupac would have showed up in ali and shot that nigga then okay <laughs> but this dude, this dude just shot Shep for winning the game and they was brothers he got shot by his brother anyway uh, rest in peace, uh, Jeffrey Iron uh, Pollock, man. We appreciate you. And uh, he also made Booty Call, which is very underrated. Not as good. No. But, but very underrated. Uh, a movie I watched way too much with my brother. Me too. And, I um, watched that movie way too much. Jamie Foxx, terrible. Yeah, that's one of those movies I'm ashamed to have memorized. So. Me too. Uh, yeah. I watched it. Now, the hairstyle he had in that movie, definitely no military <laughs> should allow that. Oh, yes. that's banned. On the planet. <laughs> Band. Yeah, militaries in Africa be like, no. <laughs> the colored rubber, rubber band. <laughs> that was so terrible. Mm-mm. Oh, Ooh. man. Uh, Bernie Mac stole the show in that joint, though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. And rest in peace, him, too. Uh, yes. Guess who's back, y'all? Who? Phil who's Robertson, that? Duck Dynasty Man, is back. they Ugh, back on the air, guys. Uh, Boo hiss. <laughs> I feel so happy for them, man. You know, First Amendment rights finally get a victory in this country. 
Finally. <laughs> uh, you can finally be racist and homophobic and get back on the air like all the other times in right. American history. So <laughs> that's back. Um, uh, apparently, uh, yeah, they're, they're back. Uh, A&E released a statement. Um, they said they've decided to resume the filming of Duck Dynasty later this spring with the entire Robertson family. Uh, Duck Dynasty is not a show about one man's views. It resonates with a large audience because it's a show about family. Uh, uh, you know what I like about this, um, for A and E, um, and I wonder if they found, maybe by mistake, maybe on purpose. I wonder if they found the actual, um, new formula for how to deal with controversy. You get out in front of it mm-hmm. and suspend the person, right? Yes, you do. So you suspend mm-hmm. them, and all the people that typically would be outraged are kind of like, satisfied because yes they are you know like you're you, i saw more arguments and stuff on facebook that were people saying stuff like well he deserved to be fired and then you have people that disagree and they're the ones who are mad but the people who are like he should have lost his job he should have got suspended are pretty much calm they're, you know it's like yeah well fuck you he got suspended they did the right thing i'm glad right mm-hmm. so i wonder if this will be the new like paradigm shift when it comes to all of these uh these out these outrageous statements and stuff because yeah. you get rid of the person before there's any groundswell of outrage and like before there's any petitions then after it kind of blows over for a week or so because everybody has a very quick attention span you attention span you just bring them back mm-hmm. and the only people that were protesting were the people that wanted him back yep so they're the only ones who have like actually have any stake in it and then the people that, you know, felt like, um, you know, the justice was served in the first place, they don't really get mad because they kind of had that feeling of satisfaction a week ago. Mm-hmm. And they're over it. They're just like, oh, typical, whatever. I think this is the new way to do it. I do. Yeah. I do it with Paul, like Paula Dean. They should have, instead of waiting for people to be like, she need to get fired, they should just be like, uh, we let her go immediately. And yeah. then people are like, bring Paula Dean back. I love Paula Dean. I, I love, diabetes and then people will be like oh you know what <laughs> diabetes um we we got enough uh change.org diabetes petitions and we're gonna bring her back and people would be like oh that's fucked up but they wouldn't have like protested because it's already out of their system mm-hmm. so uh yeah anyway man i didn't i don't Interesting. i don't describe like moral beliefs to like corporations and shit um so i just felt like Money wise, he was gonna have to come back at some point. Of course, because they make One way highest ranking shows. Yeah, I want to say highest rated. Yeah, ever. Yep. So, uh I, I mean, it makes sense that they brought him back. So, well, it's also a franchise too. I mean, this was not just a show that was stopping. This was a complete and true material culture. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Cracker Barrel had a piece of that, and we all know what they get in trouble for. Yep. We're talking about other organizations that had a piece of that, like Wally World, Walmart. Yeah. I like, mean, so all like network of historically racist organizations, <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Walmart. <laughs> And they brought, and the thing is, like, um, the, like the family had his back. Like they didn't come out and say we agree with them, but they were like, if he's not on the show, we won't be on the show. And yeah, they didn't have any tenable solution where they could be like, okay, how about we do the show with the rest of y'all? The family was like, fuck you, we won't do the show at all. So it's like, well, I guess we gotta let this guy come yeah, back. They have a choice. 
Well, if nothing else, they've increased their hate watchers, you know, people that mm-hmm. hate watch those shows. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, they'll be monitoring what he says. Now, this that'll be interesting to me. Now, if A&E has already suspended him mm-hmm. for the egregious behavior, so at some point you agreed that there was a barometer here that had been broken, mm-hmm. A&E, okay? Then you bring the dude back, so we forgive, we let us start again. But if this point moving forward, if he makes those comments again, then I think that we need to have a different conversation. Is this yeah. where our, where our meter is now? That those things are okay? Yeah, he never said it on the show either. Correct. But so it's gonna be weird to see because now they're dealing with something that happened outside of the show, mm-hmm. and I don't think they can go back to the show without addressing this. Like you can't just fucking. But it's still the brand. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't count. I'm saying oh, okay. they got to talk about this. Like, they can't even be like, oh, let's just go back to the show and don't say nothing. Mm-mm. No. Just got to er- come up. Everybody watching knows. So what are y'all going to say for yourselves? So I I, I don't want to, like, if they just ignore it, I think it'll be even more uh complicit in, in it than if they actually had, like, a sit down or just kind of had, like, a couple of Do you, do you think they'll invite, like, a black gay person over? No, because they'll probably end up killing them. You know, like I. <laughs> I mean, if you can get in a room with this, beating them to the ducks. So take him out hunting, and he'll sing Negro spirituals on the way down. Right. <laughs> While he picking cotton. Oh uh, yeah. See how happy this little faggot is. You right. know. <laughs> I feel like because uh, I, the, uh, from my understanding, he's adopted like two like um, kids. I won't say like. One is black and one is like Asian or something. So I feel like they're going to be getting a lot more screen time. You know, like, oh, gosh, yeah. those poor kids are going to like internalize so much self hate is going to be sad. Yeah. And what if one, like what I kept thinking is what if one of his kids turns out to be gay? Then what? Cause that's a lot. Like I know that people are, are like kind of defending it because some people ho- hold the same religious beliefs or they apply to the same religion. So it's like, oh, he's just saying how people be talking in church. That's what people say. But like, you know, if you were one of his kids and you heard somebody comparing you to a terrorist or bestiality, like that would fuck me up, man. I wouldn't be able to like just go to Sunday dinner and like it's all good. I'd be like, you think I'm a fucking gay terrorist, dog? Like, what's up with that? But uh, anyway, the statement says, this is why, uh, this is from um, apparently uh, A&E's statement. Okay. As a global media content company, A&E Network's core values are centered around creativity, inclusion, and mutual respect. Mm -hmm. Which is why we have these hicks on our show every week. Of course. We believe it is a privilege for our brands to be invited into people's homes, and we operate with a strong sense of integrity and deep commitment to these principles. This is why we reacted so quickly and strongly to a recent interview with Phil Robertson. While Phil's comments made in the interview reflect his personal views, biased on his own beliefs and his own personal journey, he and his family have publicly stated they regret the coarse language he used and the misinterpretation of his core beliefs based on uh, only the article. He also made it clear that he would never incite or encourage hate. We at A&E Networks expressed our disappointment with his statements in this article and reiterate that they are not the views we hold. But Duck Dynasty is not a show about one man's views. It resonates with a large audience because it is a show about family, a family that America has come to love. As you might have seen in many episodes, they come together to reflect and pray for unity, tolerance, and forgiveness. These are three values that we at A&E Networks also feel strongly about. Mm -hmm. 
Did not bring up the value of money. That's a great PR job. It's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. It, it, it's an apology without an apology, mm-hmm. like like without any wrongdoing, without mm-hmm. any affiliation. Yeah, we weren't there. We don't know where he was. Phil Robertson, that was his show, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> we just yeah. turned the cameras on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they also don't bring up the value of the American dollar, which brings them together as well. Um, of course, consumerism going, and besides, we have <laughs> no more networks next month. You know, yeah, we got to ready to make the duck boots. Yeah, right? what? Yeah. We got a brand new show, Cat Calls. We definitely don't want that to be on hold <laughs> because of y'all fools. So, after discussions with the Robertson family, as well as consulting with numerous advocacy groups, A and E has decided to resume filming Duck Dynasty later this spring with the entire Robertson family. We will also use this moment to launch a national public service campaign psa promoting unity tolerance and acceptance among all people a message that supports our core values as a company and the values found in duck dynasty these psas will air across our entire portfolio nice yeah that's that way of addressing it it's gonna be like those more you know things Oh, yeah, the more you know. I, I don't give a fuck about the more you know things unless Phil Robertson is some. Cause I just want to see him be like, you know, guys, gay people are straight with me. Uh, I don't even know what the problem is. Uh, you ain't gonna get that one. You gotta include right. them. You gotta include <laughs> them, uh, devil worshiping homosexual terrorists and everything. Okay. Oh. The more you know. <laughs> Shout out to Amber P. Also, black people was happy as slaves. Bye. Like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be greatness. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest defenders in this was Sarah Palin. Who, in a, yeah, she on your side, something wrong. I'm sorry. Who Republicans almost let be the vice president of the United States. Yes, they did. Wow. Which I'll never forget. Right. Uh, this broad says she defended this dude and didn't even read the article. <sighs> that sounds about right. I was like, going to say, are we surprised? She already told us she doesn't read. Mm-mm. Katie Kirk, ain't that asked her that question? She right, couldn't exactly. name nothing she, she read. I'll, I'll read. She makes my eye twitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you go be the number one defender of something? The article ain't even long. Like, the article isn't. It would take you <laughs> ten minutes to know what the fuck you're talking about. All you heard was somebody said something racist and homophobic and got in trouble. Mm-mm. I can't stand for this. Let me be the person that is a spokesperson for this person. And you know what? She's at a point now. She ain't got to read. How somebody read it to you? Someone could have gave her the rundown. Somebody could have gave her the audio play. Oh, my God. So she says uh, she got pressed by Fox News host Greta Van Susteren, uh, which was one of those gotcha questions. Um mm-hmm. Whether language, whether the language Robertson used when talking about his opposition to homosexuality was graphic and offensive. Palin admitted she didn't know what Robertson had said. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the article. I don't know exactly how he said it, Palin said Monday. But I'm here to defend but, it. <laughs> but. Dumbass. I will come on national TV and defend it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like she said this in the privacy of her home. She was on the TV specifically to talk about this dude. It was like, um, read. Come on, you know the niggas don't read. What are you doing? Um, after the GQ interview was published, Palin immediately came to his defense, posting a statement on Facebook saying it was an issue of free speech and defended his comments in the TV appearance with Sean Hannity. Uh, keep in mind, this is the same lady that wanted um, that uh, Bashir dude fired because he said he wanted to shit in her mouth on TV. Oh, and she okay. was like, that is misogynistic and sexist and he should be off the air. And um, MSNBC uh, did get him off the air because, um, you know, they try to have 
some generalistic integrity and morals so uh yeah but this is free speech y'all so nothing should happen to this dude um but anyway so she didn't even know what happened speaking of free speech michael eric dyson what y'all think about him y'all y'all fuck with michael eric dyson oh god there was something he said yesterday what was it it made me mad and i had to tune it out oh i'm about to play it no oh, i'm about, about to say this yeah. is let's say this is new to me okay yeah, I usually like him, so I want to know what he's doing. I usually like him too, but he went left, I think. He was on the Joy Reid show. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Ed show, I guess. I don't know. And Joy Reid was hosting it. Um, why she ain't got her own show yet? I'm just saying. Um, but uh, let me play this for y'all. What do you think of this attempt to recruit? Oh, let me turn this up. This is too um, low. Um, where my volume at? I right, try this again. Because this is this is something that, that has been done before on the right. right. Like, at right. any time that something they say is taken as offensive by African Americans or taken as offensive by the LGBT community, right. you get, well, Martin Luther King Jr. would have been on our side, or right. Rosa Parks, or, or, you know, Phil Robertson is the next Rosa Parks. What do you think of that as a tactic? I mean, it's, first of all, it's a scurrilous, but it's the same as using Jesus and, and making uh, Jesus co-sign all of this bigotry here. Jesus was a Jew. Who, the, uh, around whom a religion was made. So the anti-Semitism of many of the Christians is ironic to begin with. And then secondly, the gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual stuff, look through the Bible. There's a lot of interesting things. The same men who will stand up in a church of all men, I put my God, Jesus, over all women. I love him more than I love her. Hmm, do you really? That sounds interestingly homoerotic to people who are outside your religious traditions. I'm not suggesting it is, but I'm suggesting that there are some very interesting, subtle narrative tensions within the Bible itself and within Christianity beyond that. But to use Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks and every other black person you can think, my good friend Jimmy down the street who didn't find a problem when Negroes were being happy, I mean, to, to use them as test, case, test cases for their own bigotry is, again, to ratify the ignorance upon which bigotry rests. All right, so um, all y'all Jesus-loving dudes out there, y'all trying to suck Jesus' dick or what, dog? Y'all gay? Okay, Mm -hmm. it's obvious. He's saying, even though he, you know, he he extended the extended that metaphor a bit, but I I think I I feel where he's coming from. There there are quite a few homoerotic traditions in the Bible mm-hmm. and in the culture in which the Bible was created. So I get that point. Like like washing the feet. Right. Or... I mean, and it's not to say that the person is gay or whatever because it wouldn't have been homosexuality as a concept is pretty new as mm-hmm. far as the word for it. You know, people were just sleeping with men and that was what they did in the military or you know what I mean? It was it wasn't the way we think of it and the way we express it now. But, but I mean, have have you seen Jesus's abs though? I mean, <laughs> this dude <laughs> is hell? pretty ripped. Yeah, you know I what mean, I mean? Who was, who was dialing his hair? Was it right? Oh, for like for a savior, Timothy. He kept the perm flowing. You know what I mean? For a savior, is <laughs> all for a dude that had hair of wool. Every picture I see with him, it's relaxed. <laughs> and those yeah, and those feet, those feet out. look good too. He always looked freshly pedicured. And, I'm just saying, and manicured, and his dress was always oh, to the T. The mm-hmm. hem of that heavenly garment. What? <laughs> yes. Right. And how you gonna walk on water? You got to be kind of, you know, like the, you got to be light on your feet to walk on water. You can't just splash through no water and shit, man. It's water. You know. What and mean? he turned hey. water into wine and not Colt forty five. Right. Forty five, not Hennessy. Mm-mm. Right. It, he didn't turn water into Crown Royal. He turned water into wine. So I mean, if you, I can see fish, not steak. Right. 
<laughs> they don't really say like what he really like they don't really talk about his marriage or anything i don't know what's up with that uh they skip over like half of his life who who knows what he was doing during that time so i can see how somebody you know could be attracted to jesus as a man like i don't i'm not saying that he was gay but i can see how somebody could be like you know i give jesus a piece so i, I don't think it's that controversial um michael eric dyson just making a good point but you know actually what this reminds me of is when people say dudes that sag their pants um should stop sagging their pants because uh that's what gay people do in prison it kind of reminds me of that because he's trying to scare someone out of homophobia by using homophobia like Mm -hmm. like don't be scared don't be against gay people because ain't it kind of gay how you love jesus like "Mm, no no (laughs) but yeah i love my daddy too does that make me homophobic yeah i mean not i mean if we we just using that concept like a man loving a man or i love my brothers yeah i love my friend like i thought he was pointing out the irony in it but i see yeah. what you're saying now like, yeah I mean, it is ironic it, i think it is ironic and i i agree with him that it's ironic but it also like makes me feel like it's a scare tactic like oh you homophobic i'm gonna use your homophobia against you so like yeah. it's kind of gay how you love jesus then he's supposed to be like what I do get on my knees and pray to this man. I got to stop. <laughs> this is He's going to be praying, standing up here on out. Right. <laughs> get on your knees so I can lay hands and you can pray. You know what? Michael Eric Dyson had a point. And then also what's interesting is that a lot of um, pedophile preachers and priests, mm-hmm. they actually kind of use that same kind They use that language, actually, mm. to um, to seduce children mm, that's like true. get on your knees pray to me right. like they stroke their head mm. so like if you ever listen to the stories of like of the victims when they when they tell it they actually use that they use that language yeah jesus gave people wine and gave them massages and shit yeah i can see how it can work <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just gonna rub this on your feet and relax just sip some of this wine it's cool um <laughs> you know who's <laughs> oh, this is your covenant i'm definitely <laughs> i'm definitely getting written about this uh for the record of I can, course i can already see this yeah click clacking already i hear you christian hating son of a bitch i was just making jokes y'all uh karen stefan's back in the news y'all oh super <laughs> super uh, super head as many people know her um did y'all know she was dating little wayne wow like is it really dating or is she just sucking them off i mean i just had heard that throughout the last five to seven years she just been you know what she sucks random dicks anyway but she's just been consistently sucking him off does that count by the way because i feel like if you like consistently suck my penis that's a relationship like we definitely (laughs) we got something going on yeah we go together for sure (laughs) like i'm definitely calling you to see what you're doing every once in a while uh minimum uh so but uh yeah apparently she she counts it as a relationship um because she basically just said they broke up and um that she's talking about it and she and this is why i would never be in a relationship with her she's releasing a book about it Oh shit about that money dog. Mm-hmm. They ain't um, learned by now? How to make love to a Martian is the name of the book. Oh hell. Yeah, because he's probably like a Martian. Always uh, high. Right. He puts it in his uh well that's what his like he raps about being a Martian and I'm not a human being and all this stuff. 
so i'm assuming that it's a book completely about how to have sex with little wayne and especially in light of his recent health issues uh she's gonna be talking about i guess how to have sex with his health issues and i mean i guess i would be interested in it because um i think he don't have any of his real teeth anymore no that's what i was getting ready to say that he resolved that issue yuck mouth mm-hmm. yeah the judge solved that issue the judge was like you know what clean all those out before you go to jail yeah he's had mm-hmm. se- he's had seizures um yeah. in the recent years of course the scissor addiction um i could easily see i mean it's probably just a book of like a whole lot of information about different blowjob techniques or whatever but true i mean because i can't see him actually having sex at this point because he's so fucked up but can he even get it up but you you know what i think is interesting is um korean stephens is on this new reality tv show coming out i think on bravo Mm -hmm. and and her whole her storyline is supposed to be that she wants to get past this um the narrative of her being superhead that she wants to be taken seriously as a businesswoman and she's trying to get into real estate a producer came up with that no way (laughs) no way that's real who who would who would take her seriously right that but that's kind of like how everybody on love and hip-hop trying to get an album out that nobody and, ever heard of and no albums ever come out i it's don't like get no that. singles no tracks yeah it's like can't that. even find it on itunes come it's on like, it's like girl i would not work with you because i'm the baddest bitch and the baddest bitch don't work with the help oh i'm the <laughs> i ain't the help i'm the baddest bitch too bitch i didn't and then like uh, six months of them talking shit to each other no singles <laughs> released no albums no videos like it's obvious some producer told karen Stephens, like look you can't just be on here talking about sucking dick all day people don't want to <laughs> people been there done that you got to come up with some new shit about how you getting off of this dick sucking and getting in on with your life like so that's probably it i um, feel like she should be able to bounce back i think that if a if a pimp can become a preacher mm-hmm. then a person who is infamous for promiscuity and dick sucking should be able to be a real estate agent yeah. i think that there's like a I don't know what it is, but this glass Double standard where you don't get to rise above it. Like people hold you to that forever, but you can have, be a man and have fucked up credit, have beat women, have done all kinds of porn, have been a pimp. And then if you want to be a preacher or if you want to do something, you can change your life. And people be like, you know, that was his past. He done hmm. came through that. But you can't have that kind of testimony as a woman for some reason. I want to. I want to agree with you, <laughs> but I don't know if any like male porn star has made the transition to mainstream. Uh, I know Sasha Gray pulled it off like two years ago, but we're going to see if she can maintain that. I think Americans have a real Protestant like streak in them about sexuality where mm-hmm. it's like, like they just get so uptight about the fact that they saw somebody fucking Fuckin'. like they cannot help themselves um you know like i remember for a while i don't know if you guys know who james dean is mm-hmm. okay like he's a and not the the not the old school one the new school where he uh is a porn oh. star and he tries to make the transition he actually was in a film this year i want to say and one of the scenes was he makes out with a dude or whatever and like every interview that shit comes up man hey like, you are a porn star you make out with dudes are you gay are you gay for pay and he's like no i'm not gay i'm just i was acting i was trying to be an actor and people not gonna let him get past that porn man like uh superhead is famous for you know obviously the fellatio but she did a porno with mr marcus for a while um she which she made that dude come twice that's uh amazing like i believe the leg the myth now but um 
it, but it's one of those things where I wonder if um, her transition is going to always have to deal with, you know, sex because that's how she came into the game. And especially with the fact that it's, you know, blowjobs is how she came into the game. I don't know if America is, will ever let that go. Yeah. Even if it was a dude that was like, I ate all the pussies of every R&B artist you know. Mary J. But, Blige pussy, but, but, Kelly Rowland pussy. I but, eat the pussy they call me super click. But, That's what I do. People be like, this nigga cannot go straight. <laughs> but to an extent, uh, the way our country is designed, because of the double standard, he would have a a, a higher, slimmer chance than, than a female level would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but both the niggas. Importantly, more importantly, mm-hmm. she's black. Let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. You know, Kim Kardashian has an entire you know video of her you know sucking Ray J's penis Not and well. getting and getting you know done up by him and and was kind of bad in her performance. So I mean, bad. very terrible. As a, so as a voyeur of porn, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. I'm bad. gonna give her a D minus, just oh, straight up and down. So bad, but but she's been able to turn herself into a you know, super rich woman by basically being known as that. But because Superhead is black, right. this is the reason why she's not going to ever be able to escape that because people see her, as um, Can said, as a prostitute, a whole dirty, filthy. You know what I'm saying? Like that she mm-hmm. can't, you know, that she's not a mother. She has a child. They don't see her as a mother. They see her as this inanimate, misogynistic, you know, object that they can devalue because of how she is known well for the record though kim kardashian already had money right and they kind of had this like uh like they played up to her this is the american royalty uh family or whatever no matter how fucked up that is because i don't agree with that shit but that was the angle they pitched it so superhead basically sucked her way to the top you know what i'm saying like she became infamous and famous because of the sex and the fact that she wasn't ashamed of it, released a book kind of uh snitching on a lot of dudes um uh, which you know that's your fault really i mean these niggas was married and shit just like anyway um so she she kind of came into the game on a more sensationalistic way in my opinion um and then like with kim kardashian we only know that uh she dates certain people and i think people got you know people there's a racial element to that um because of the people she chooses to date and uh her race and people not in america that you know don't really like that shit um so i feel like there's more to it um to like i feel like their stories are more separate mm-hmm. um I, like i think um maybe jenna jameson has more in common with karen stevens and jenna jameson actually uh became uh for a while uh legit like was making making movies and shit like regular movies um, and ended up becoming like a, has a completely different type of, uh, um, reputation in America than Karen Stephens. And she definitely is a person that oh, fucked Jenny her McCarthy, way to the top. No, I don't think Jenny McCarthy was just famous for sucking dick, but remember mm. back in the day when she was on MTV and she used to have her titties out all the time and just mm. be like out there. And now she's like, I'm about moms and autism. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely like, Wait a minute. How did you, how were you allowed to do that? And your your black female counterpart would yeah. not be so i it's, the, it's that privilege it's the yeah privilege. I, yeah i definitely agree there's a double standard and a privilege i'm just i, I don't know that kim k is the best comparison like right. I'm, I'm just trying to find the right like comparison because i feel like we could if we think about it long enough it's some white woman that's caking is like 
Didn't you start off sucking dick? Shh. Yeah. Now, Jimmy <laughs> we don't talk about Jimmy that. McCarthy might be a good example, or Pamela Anderson. Anderson yeah, yes, Pamela yeah, Anderson is a perfect a example. One. And like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and Karen Stephens, you know, uh, on the low was making moves for a couple of years. She was dating rich niggas. Like, I don't know what happened to that, but like, I remember watching a documentary about about her. And, um, you know, it's like, as she's talking about all these dicks she sucked, like, it's a rich dude in the suit sitting up there like, this is my boo, and we're engaged, and I'm holding her hand. So, you know, who knows, man? I, I still feel like she could come up. Um, and, and I don't know if you guys know this, she's trying to get her, um, she's in talks to have a reality TV show, uh, about, specifically about her shit, um, called Confessions of a Video Vixen, but she does, she's not even gonna be on it, so I guess they're gonna have actors portraying it or something, but. <laughs> She's okay, and now see, how can she, well, that's probably one reason why she can't get past this image, because she keeps perpetuating this image, right. like, she's okay. making money off of it, and you can't knock that, but you can't say you want to get past your right. whole your whole superhead image, but you're releasing a book about being superhead, you got a video, like, you have a reality TV series coming out. And so it's like, I think if she wanted to change her image, she would have to take some ownership in that. But you can't yeah. be like, everybody, please forget that I'm superhead. But then whenever you are appearing, you're like, I'm Karen Steffens, also known as superhead. Because you just, you're just triggering people's memories. Oh, yeah, you superhead. Yeah. You suck the dick. I don't and even really know your name. She she does have a son. I, I like I thought about that the other I day. It's like feel bad for her child. Yeah, like I know when she was sucking on those dicks and when she did the porno. There's no way, and I don't think any of us could have imagined the internet being what it is today. Right. Right. But God damn, man! Like, oh my God, you the most famous dick sucker in the world. And you this kid's mama, man. Like, oh, the race against time. He might already know. Like, I don't even know yeah. how. You, like, do you get I ahead of that? Do. do you go talk to him at like eight? Like, hey, dog. Hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> About your mama. School is going to be of, rough. A lot of people in our generation are going to have explaining to do based on their social media presence. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't know who has kids and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But even just basic, like, why are you... Why did you write that about my dad when you were, you know, right years ago? Like, there's going to be a stamp about all the stupid shit we did on social media. Yep. All these podcasts that I'm on are going to be on social media when I have children. I've said some fucked up shit. Yeah. And it's going to be out there. So, I mean, we all have some reckoning to do. Now, right? imagine being the most famous dick sucker in the world, though. <laughs> Like that, the pressure is on, man. You got to talk to that boy. He gonna know. Like, I, some people gonna be able to skate by in our generation because I feel like their kids are gonna be like, you know what? I'm busy with the internet and my own shit, so I'm I'm cool. But I feel like with her son, if he gets any social media, like people gonna hit find him specifically to tell him, him like, hey, what's up, dog? I love your last name, Stephens. Oh. Or or like are little girls gonna be like, oh, I suck dick better than your mama. Like, is that gonna be yeah. a? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that that's 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 a true statement too. And it's not like his mom, because what I kept thinking was gonna happen, um, and I think it was CJ that brought this up, but what I kept thinking was gonna happen, CJ, was at some point, uh, maybe five six years ago, that she would just stop talking about this and move to the next phase of her life, and then kind of like this is the thing that you don't bring up anymore which i'm not which by the record i don't 
I mean, for the record, I'm not like saying it's bad that she keeps talking about it. I actually think it's kind of cool and empowering to a certain degree that she's not scared to talk about or sex shame. and sexual or right. exploits. Exactly. Um, but I thought she would just stop for her kid because it would be like, look, if I keep bringing this up, motherfuckers gonna forever be on my kid's ass. So it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, but yeah, she, um. That's how, that's how she's making her living. And I guess, um, it would probably be more difficult if she had a daughter. Maybe. That would be very yeah. hard for, yeah, the, that's for true. The, the female child. Yeah, dudes would definitely be on some like, so your mama's superhead, so. I mean, I, I we not gonna watch Netflix all night, are we? I'm like, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we are. We are gonna watch Netflix. <laughs> can you just can you imagine the amount of blue balls dudes that have asking Superhead's daughter out if her daughter don't get down like that? God damn, so many wasted dates. Oh man, <laughs> like didn't your mama teach you anything? It's like right. I am not my mother. I don't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was just saying that. No, I meant it, motherfucker. I meant it. It's like going on a date with Erica Campbell in that dress. <laughs> like, but I thought you was, this, this is for Jesus. No! <laughs> Jesus don't want that. Please. He was gay. Remember, we talked about it. Eric, actually, oh, no. oh just, Lord. Yep, that dress was hot. What? Wouldn't it though? Man, yeah. what? And her body was banging. She can't. Yes. I want to know what she's supposed to wear. Because... How are you going to hide that? A sackcloth? Yeah. Right. She's supposed to wear one of those church choir robes. Right. She could wear in a pantsuit. Uh, it doesn't matter what she has on. Uh, you're going to see them curves, dog. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So it's that time of the day, guys. We got to talk about the latest Beyonce thank piece. Yes. Okay. Um, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. We can't, you know, so we, I've been saying I've collected these. Mm-hmm. We've been covering it for about a week, so I done warned you, and here's another one. And if you don't like Beyonce, fast forward, because we're going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is by Adele Wild Blavatsky, who actually became quite the celebrity, uh, infamously, uh, through black Twitter, especially black feminist Twitter this weekend, uh, because, um, she ended up stepping in it with this article this article was released on the 20th of december and nobody knew what the fuck she was talking about nobody read it and uh she was able to have an entire christmas in peace Ugh, and everything not whole christmas do all the things she wanted to do it's christmas called christmas shopping it's called stop bashing white women in the name of beyonce we need unity not division oh i read this you did yeah. I did. i missed this one yeah, so she was able to like eat all the cheese, kiss her dogs in peace, like everything that <laughs> sip cocoa, all the white she women. She almost made it to the new year. All the white women stuff for six days. And then she, on the sixth day, at the day after Christmas, she started tweeting that, you know, this peace to people. Uh oh. And using a hashtag that, uh, that was something like, uh, we, we need unity, something like support white women, we need unity, some, some stupid ass hashtag where you're just like, that is not a good idea. Do you know any black people? You know, like, just, uh, did you run this by, uh, 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 anyone at all? Or did you just run with, uh, you're just gonna run with this, this piece? And she was like, I think this is a great idea and I am gonna run with it. So, um, it starts off. Over the last few days, I've read a few articles in the media rightly congratulating the brilliance of Beyonce's new album, but also bizarrely claiming it is somehow a slap in the face to quote unquote white feminism. 
what i like about this uh to start off is and this is every article we've covered so far every article no matter what it has to say about beyonce and feminism and stuff all of them gotta admit that the album good and uh that's dope like it's people that's like i, I don't even fucking like that trick uh the album is great all right it's a 10 out of 10 okay <laughs> i'm gonna go back to shitting on this bitch yeah it's the opus of to pop and uh one of the greatest uh greatest traditions of michael jackson and all the videos are wonderful other, uh but uh anyway what i was gonna say is i hate her and her weave um so yeah while it may be true that certain female writers are journalists including women of color and she spells color o-u-r so she's not from america so just think about that when she talks about race later she is not from here may have said things that challenge Beyonce's stance and influence over certain women's issues. Such voices by no means speak for all women, including white women. However, what is clear from these Beyonce articles is that the women writing them appear to claim that such voices do speak on behalf of white feminism, whatever that phrase means. And even more brazenly, I mean, more bizarrely, all white women. Yet since when did all white feminists or women claim that being married, a mother, sexually assertive, etc., was not acceptable or feminist. Certainly not any feminism that I or many others would sign up to. Mickey Kendall, who has also gained renown for the dreadful Twitter campaign, Solidarity is for White Women. Dreadful. Mm. Wow. That, that's the first time I've heard that referred to as dreadful. I thought that was a pretty cool hashtag. Um, a lot of people was giving their opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is particularly guilty of such white women bashing uh, her piece about Beyonce's album not only does all of the above, but appears to also suggest that white feminism is anti-man. Yeah, right. I like when she uh, disagrees on herself. <laughs> in her own words. Ain't that right? Uh, as a white woman, there can be no doubt that I do enjoy the privilege of being white and need to be aware of how that privilege operates and differentiates my experience from women of color. I feel like the first paragraph and this sentence don't go together. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> As a white woman, let me tell y'all sisters something. Now, I do recognize I have privilege, and uh, I don't want y'all to ignore that. Um, we can't. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you how to live your life. However, to ignore the many different intersections of whiteness, such as language, culture, class, education, sexuality, religion, and so on, is to literally whitewash me and all other white women to a fresh to a flesh color, the irony of doing that is the whole point of post-colonial theory was to expose such non-inclusiveness and encourage people to recognize and celebrate their differences, not to suggest white feminism is a one-size-fits-all for white women either. Sadly, uh, mm-hmm, that's right, Karen. White women are as oppressed in their own feminism as you are, Karen, as a black woman who is not allowed in. Whitewash everything is white about the white feminism, the white yeah. group that don't include people of color. That what? that group. I want to know what color is the flesh color that has been whitewashed to. I don't know. Is it, I don't I know because yeah. obviously it's not painted brown. Yeah, is it brown flesh? Mm-mm. Sadly, this is not the first time I've come across such white women bashing uh, messages from women in the media. Last year, a feminist, the Feminist Wire Collective published an article I wrote on the burqa and the hijab in the wake of the tragic killing of Trayvon Martin to be anti-racist is to be feminist. The hoodie and the hijab are not equals. The, uh, feminist wire collective then backtracked after a backlash from their readership about after publishing a letter signed by over 80 feminists denouncing it. I subsequently published a follow-up article when anti-racism becomes anti-woman. What? She's insane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, uh, they, they have nothing to do with each other and the, the situation. Well, she's saying they're not equal. She's, I, she's saying the hijab is, is more, is worse than, uh, <sighs> the whole thing with the Trayvon Martin and the hoodie that led this. They are two separate situations. Yeah. All together. You so you to, shouldn't even be comparing them. You got to write these articles, baby. You got to compare. You got to get to striking while the, while the iron is hot. Capitalize on the pandemonium. A young black man died. Time to write an article, y'all. It's time to get, time to get capitalized on the pandemonium. Get these clicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. She like, uh, that nigga of course died. She didn't. How can I make this about me? Like of course. I, like I said, all these pieces so far have been, how can I make this about me? Yeah. And what does any of this have to do with Beyonce's album again? Uh, right. Okay. I subsequently published a follow up article when anti racism comes anti woman. So apparently, um, the uh because she made these things juxtaposed and people actually spoke out and said these things do not need to be against each other she's like Mm -hmm. oh y'all don't like me y'all are anti-woman this is against feminism because y'all disagree with my article i and other women who tried to defend the article online including women of color from third world countries were attacked in either white imperialist by either white imperialist racist or suffering from false consciousness i don't even know what that oh they we were attacked as either white imperialist racist or suffering from false consciousness the clear message was that if you're white you cannot criticize anything that is done or said by non-white people unless it follows a certain kind of left liberal post-colonial strain of thought in any case mm-hmm yeah, that's the truth. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Shut yeah. up talking to me. <laughs> I do, I do like when people do that where it's like, so as a man, I can't tell a woman what to wear? Yes. No. Yeah, that's, 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 that's right. That, that's that, correct. That is that's what they're saying. That's as, what they're exactly as, as, what they're as somebody saying. not having ovaries, I can't tell you what to do with yours. That's, that's right. Cause right. You, that's right. Cause you don't have them right. Okay. Yeah, that, that is exactly the point that they're making. Um, <laughs> and, or, you know, in all, in all fairness to be, you know, not to be so harsh. Yes, you can. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but they might be mad, and they might say something back, <laughs> right? And they might protest, right? And they might have opinions different than yours, right. and they might hit your Twitter, they might hit your Facebook, they might find out where you live, they might kick your dog. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, that's they the- might find out when your plane lands. You know, mm-hmm. you just never know. Yeah, you might get fired for your plane lands. That's yeah. the best shit ever. Am I not allowed to say? It? Oh, you can say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Everybody just fold their arms and lean back. Like, go ahead, say it. Say what you want to say. Yeah, get it off your mind. Let's get it off your chest. Um. Anyway, in any case, white women cannot win on this issue. Win is it a competition? Is that what it is? It's the oppression Olympics. You ain't hear about that? Exactly, man. It's she had to turn into a competition. As Swati Parasar said, uh, "Where are the feminists to defend Indian women?" First of all. This is the what about the kids in Chicago um, right. like, tactic. Um, I've seen plenty of black American women that claim to be feminists who have brought up uh, the uh, not only just the oppression, but like systematic raping yes. in India. Like, that, Come on now. You know, they've been spreading awareness. That's For how years. I learned about it. That's one of the ways I learned about it was through uh following certain women on twitter that talk about this shit oh, yes they do so now you're gonna paint them in a light where it's like either or they either been talking about beyonce or they ain't been talking about these indian women i know that much it's like no they've been doing both it's a lot of there's a lot of uh a lot of space on the internet guys you so can you can't like beyonce and fight for feminism also apparently not okay not for indian feminism you just only <laughs> fight for black feminism with beyonce if white women do not speak up about the oppression of women of color, they are accused of white indifference. 
if they do they are accused of white imperialism that's not true that's not true it depends it's, on how you talk about it and, like, that, and that's the thing your language yeah. what, what frustrates me about a lot of this shit what about motherfucking language don't people understand you can't just say shit and just be like y'all support me huh? No, you can't say backhanded comments and then be like, I'm, I'm, I'm for y'all. Y'all support me or y'all against me. Yeah. Language and how you approach people in the context of what you say means a lot and how people interpret what you say means a lot also. It would be different if this article was saying, um, this is what I think about the Beyonce album and why it's good for feminism. And then black women attacked her. That would be different, right? Because then it's like you actually did try to be supportive and people didn't agree with you or whatever. And they'd say, shut up, you white woman. You can't say nothing good about Beyonce. Only black women can. But that's not what happened. Mm-mm. You keep saying like, well, anytime a white woman speaks up for black women. No, you speak up against black women. Yes, you do. And then you get mad when they're like, fuck you. It's like, oh, wait. Oh, so y'all just going to say fuck me because I say fuck you. Fuck you. It's like uh this never ending cycle of white people's uh privilege is going to continue forever as long as you don't shut the fuck up or fall back. Um, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. The British satirical publication, The Daily Mass, satirized this distortion in the, uh, the post-colonial message stating that, according to the Guardian's Guide of Priv- Privilege Checking, the concept is the f- uh, the latest funky high-tech way to shut down opinions you dislike without making it too obvious that is exactly what you are up to. So if uh, you guys say, hey, this is your white privilege speaking, uh, you just shut down an opinion that you don't like, guys. And uh, it's not fair. White people should be able to say anything they want to all the time. With, yeah, without any consequences with, or repercussions. Yeah. You can't disagree with a white person. No, but, but that, you can disagree with a black person and throw them in jail, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Something okay. tells me she cried while she wrote this and used her white guilt tears. <laughs> <laughs> shed real white women tears yeah i just felt like that was her that was her way of saying you guys hurt my feelings and now something's wrong with you yeah you guys (laughs) how dare you guys bring up the fact that you're black and we're not the same because you know y'all black and we're not the same and you can't be bringing that shit up (laughs) because i really don't want to hear it in uh, my privileged place yeah why does your feminism get to be different than mine just because it's also tainted by the fact that you're black and I use tainted on purpose. Um, <laughs> on a more serious note, to black it more serious. This, this hasn't been serious anyway. Oh, a, a, okay. Mm-hmm. Out of all these three hundred thousand words that you have mentioned, where has Beyonce came other than in the title and at the forgetting? Exactly. And this article still continues. She's still talking. <laughs> yes. yes, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like too. I said, man, this this bitch is the wordy. The, <laughs> my favorite thing about the thing necessarily verbose. My favorite thing about the think pieces is that they aren't about Beyonce at all. No, they, they're not. They always start off with this backdrop of like, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to get into this Beyonce. We're going to talk. And then by the end, it's like, and then my father didn't even come to my sixth grade graduation. And I was like, daddy, why are you late? It was like, right, what is this? What's happening here? Um, on a more serious note. To blacken the name of the work and the efforts of white women in feminist movement and to portray them as the enemy of women of color is a great disservice, not only to white women, but also women in general. In addition, it only serves to further divide women and empower patriarchy and misogyny. Seeing women blame each other for issues related to patriarchy is tragic. It is no accident that right-wing religious misogynist patriarchs are all too happy to recite post-colonial theory and cultural uh, relativism to justify and perpetuate their power and cultural practices that restrict and oppress women of all colors and races and cultures, 
Miriam Namazi, an Iranian ex-Muslim feminist, puts it well. This, uh, I love that all her quotes are from black women. It's women of color. Yeah, I mean, yeah, women of color. It's like, uh, a woman that has no familiarity with, uh, the way race works in America says this. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it might be different from different regions of the, uh, the world. It um, is. English lady. Mm-hmm. This is precisely what is wrong with multiculturalism. It gives precedence to cultures and religion rather than people and their rights and lives. And it says that human beings, depending on how they are pigeonholed, are fundamentally different and should be treated as such. The idea of difference has always been the fundamental principle of a racist agenda, not the other way around. So if you point out that you have a different experience because of your race, you're part of the problem. Mm. yeah like you so if you identify as a black feminist and not strictly only a feminist you know on some i don't see color shit you're part of the problem as well as the people that you're speaking out against according to this lady and i'm gonna go the problem yeah like why are white women never the problem according to them they ain't never the problem right and also i'm gonna just uh for let me just uh make a note asterisk here I don't know that these women's quotes are in context for the record. Right. So these, these women probably went on to say much more profound, nuanced well, shit than this. And she just took the sentences that made her look like complete, like, and also guys, white women are okay. So <laughs> let's talk about that before we get started on how these white women fucking up. And she probably just took the white women are okay quote, like, see guys, she agree. <laughs> um, so I propose a new hashtag campaign for women and men. Tired of the misguided cultural relativism called Stop Blaming White Women, We Need Unity. Okay. <laughs> still loving, no, still loving Twitter, Letitia? Oh, no. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not with Twitter hate. No, I'm just playing. The com- I'm not good at having conversations like these, especially yeah. out in public, because what I really want to say sometimes is just simply shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let the conversation be where the conversation is. Whether I'm black, you can't beat me at that. Ain't nobody going to out-black Letitia. Ain't nobody going to out-black Letitia being Letitia. Ain't nobody going to do shit to me. Yeah. So it's- why do we have to keep having these conversations? Beyonce made a record. You like it. You don't. Like you said, the majority of people like it. Fuck with that and get on with the rest. Yeah. Get off of her box and trying to get her shine, especially for some stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely for the clicks too, because like a lot of people are writing about it, and it's because people will read it. But if she wrote some shit next week, people aren't gonna read that because it's not about Beyonce, and nobody really cares what she has to say. You know, obviously her logic is faulty. In you know, anyway, I'm almost done. This is the last paragraph. Oh, there's another paragraph. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great. But Just this really? I thought we were oh, segueing. It, Sorry. Yeah. Right. This paragraph, it's the best. Oh. It know, is. Like, cook. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is not acceptable anymore to ignore white privilege and intersectionality and in feminist discourse. But at the same time, let's stop blaming white women for issues that clearly affect them, too. So uh, which is weird because um you kind of are saying that you can't talk about white privilege and intersectionality. Like the whole article has been like, ignore that on this issue. Stop bringing it up. I speak for all the white women and none of us believe this. 
issues such as marriage physical safety and autonomy access to good family planning and health care pregnancy abortion rape domestic violence slut shame and denial of opportunities in work and education and so on still affect women across all cultures race and nationalities albeit in different ways if we allow race and quote-unquote culture to divide rather than to unite than unite women then the patriarchs have won on the other hand women united can never be divided I uh, love that ending line. The patriarchs won as soon as you sat down and wrote that stupid stuff that contradicted your ass all over the place. Have several mm-hmm. seats. Have, have the seats. All the seats. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about this, um, after <laughs> I read it was her reaction on Twitter. Cause, uh, obviously, uh, the black women found the Twitter. Um, cause she put, <laughs> yes. her, she put her Twitter at the bottom of this. And I remember reading this before it blew up and I was like, Ooh, like I was like a kid on the back of the bus when it's about to be a fight. I was like, I'm gonna check oh, back Ms. in. Sophia. Mm-hmm. I put I, I put up my um my organ and watched us slide out that juke joint. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so she started using the hashtag, and that's where people started seeing it. Um, and everybody went in on her, so she deleted her Twitter account. Well, <laughs> they always do that. Then she can always do that. She deleted it, but she deleted it for like twenty minutes. Cause they do that too. Yeah, cause I like that <laughs> was just had to do that too. That was the part where you're like, oh yeah, this is the um this this is the uh privilege in you that is saying don't fall back to these negroes. Yeah, you can you can win, Adele. You can win. <laughs> <laughs> you can take on all of them. So at one point, and it's gotten progressively crazier and crazier. But at my favorite uh like part of this happened yesterday because it's been going on for like five or six days now she said that if you eat meat you're a hypocrite and you don't get to call her out on her stance <laughs> okay oh, she's uh, lost it she's yeah. lost it she Ooh. doesn't know what's going on what what does me loving bacon. beef or bacon or, or or chicken and all that stuff got to do Dog, with this. Them black women was in her so good. bacon because bacon did no wrong to anyone. At all. <laughs> it's just being delicious. What are we it's talking about, right. woman? Just sitting up being delicious and crunchy and it was just good and then you, you fucking with bacon now. Ugh. Fucking with bacon. These black women were on her so good and they were making such good points that they end up like she ended up basically saying that she don't want division but spreading division like she requoted somebody uh slandering um uh one of the black feminists as homophobic um and an asshole um she ended up um uh she ends up uh telling like black women like oh if you eat meat then you you can't be a part of this discussion okay yeah but you um, don't want division though like here's my favorite tweet let's stop inconsistency in our beliefs and start treating animals with dignity and respect meat eaters are oh, hypocrites oh, oh is she is she calling us animals is that where she went that's where everybody's like so what does that mean in the face of what we're talking about because we ain't talking about no fucking meat or no animals we sure ain't but suddenly black people start getting mad at you and you got to bring up some animals okay uh, she says, I wonder how many calling me racist and imperialist George are murdered flesh on oh, murdered flesh every day without care or word worry. Meat eaters are hypocrites. Yeah. Oh and, 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 and black people, women are animals, apparently. And people like this are they're stupid and they're idiotic. And the reason why I say this is because 
when people come to you with the facts that you bought up, you want to talk about some other shit and kind of change the subject onto shit that was not said and irrelevant just to just to keep confusion. It's very divisive, and you really don't want to talk about the shit that they're talking about. Right. And when they say this shit, they're saying it based off of your article and what you said, but yet you're going to come at them with shit that's irrelevant. Yeah. See, I know what happened here. See, the person who wrote this article, when she was like five years old, she was having breakfast with a little girl that looked like Beyonce. <laughs> and she was eating bacon. And she was like, you shouldn't eat that bacon, little Beyonce lookalike. And mm-hmm. then the little Beyonce lookalike whooped her ass when she was five. And mm-hmm. she's been strained ever and since. scarred ever since. I agree. This is what uh, happened. I figured it out. She's, Fact. Yeah, I just like that white people's definition of unity is stop talking about us. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, we can talk about y'all. We can describe, like, what y'all need to do. You know, it's like when uh, they, I don't know if y'all remember, and I guess it might be going away, back a ways, but um, when uh, President Obama won his second, his re-election, and there were articles that said women win the, um, won, won the, uh, the election for President Obama. But then when you actually uh, delve down into it, white women and as a majority voted for um uh uh who the fuck was it? Romney Romney and black women in an overwhelming majority voted for President Obama which technically was that specific demographic winning that election right mm-hmm. but that ain't how none of the articles written by these white people came out all of them came out like uh women won that's all we need to say women women won a little bit we, they 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 got they went for the president that's what won it's like yeah did you break down those numbers no we're mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. no need to <laughs> close enough <laughs> they're not in our favor we, you we, know we need a really closer concerned. look excuse me looks yeah. too close confidential um and my theory <laughs> my theory my entire theory on this shit honestly is that uh it's white guilt like and um because i i think if you sat this woman down she would probably consider herself a liberal um but the stuff that she's actually espousing to me is very very like problematic and conservative and right wing because it's it's about like shutting up black voices it's about shutting up black women who have an opinion about this album as being empowering specifically for black women Mm -hmm. and she's like y'all don't get to have that you know like you can't like you because i really haven't seen too many black women being like well this is uh, an album against white feminism is more like this is an album celebrating black feminism right. which we don't get any of so hell yeah we like this it's, it's different and it's catered to us and we're celebrating it and I feel like this woman's insecurity as a white lady was like one this isn't about me and that makes me upset let's talk about me but number two it was this guilt like oh so you're celebrating your blackness which is to, in my opinion anti-whiteness if you celebrate I'm not sure that i believe white yeah. liberals exist until they have children you don't really know a person's politics and values until you start raising people and so i'm not sh- i don't know her life at all i don't know this woman i ain't even read the article but just based on listening to it mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people pretend to be liberal and pretend to hold these leftist views but when it comes down to issues that confront their privilege or when it comes down to them raising other people to live in this world, then you get to see the conservatism come out. And, well, actually, what I meant when I said that when I was 20 years old was right. dot, dot, dot. I don't I don't feel that's like a good she, point. 
That's a good. I also think there's a lot of there's a lot of white liberal people that don't like black people. True. Pretty. You know, they just don't. You know, they're on some. I don't talk about these issues. Shit. Not. I have a stance that is supportive, but just right. I I'll never bring it up. Just like you have Republicans that don't care about gay rights they don't care about abortion they just care about maybe financial policy mm-hmm. that has had that has to be working the other way there has to be plenty of white people who are like i'm here about the tax shit for the democrats give a fuck about these negroes right so. the another thing i wanted to interject here and i think it's the the elephant that comes into the room in these conversations is the option that has been extended to beyonce um to be race neutral Yep. Through the pop culture and this speaking out in this album and in this way, she simply said, no, I'm black. I'm a black woman. I have power in my curves and my moves in my industry, in this thing that you call entertainment that is male dominated. I literally took it and put my titties in your face, mm-hmm. literally. And ass. Yeah, and I would even like I, I would even yes, go. We did. I would go as far as to say put that ass up on you like you know, that because that feels like a black thing and she be putting that ass up on you dog and it is really empowering and i feel like some white people took it personal like i don't have that much ass how you just gonna bring up the ass can we like push the titties in how our dare face you take away hits from miley cyrus's twerking with your yeah. album excellence and I, right. I i've been weirded out by the response to the whole feminist thing anyway because i don't understand how uh so Katy, Katy Perry doesn't have her feminism question. Lady Gaga doesn't have her mm. feminism question. Uh, yeah, they people, do. They do. Well, not, you know what? Not to this extent, in my opinion. Like, okay. Cause, cause when you're the fucking, uh, lead number two for lady of the entertainer of the year in the AP polls, when, uh, Time Magazine is thinking about putting you on the cover as person of the year, I feel like that's a different type of mainstream acceptance of mm. of you as like an icon like oh yeah um she says she's a feminist so we'll accept that like that that's enough like if we don't need to like go into like every problematic thing and stand she has we're not gonna talk about her yeah we had a Miley cyrus think pieces yeah we like right like we really had a uh, people saying because beyonce has pepsi as a sponsor she can't be feminist no i mean like mm weird shit like that i just maybe i'm just not in the circles and i'm missing it which is totally possible but i just don't see like the the checking as much with them right it's It's because it's because she's a black woman and black women in this country are treated still like second class citizens i run my own company i have seven employees i go into all of these meetings with all these elected officials and big business and venture capitalists and when i show up Every white person in the room asks me either for directions to the bathroom or mm-hmm. can I make they fucking coffee? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, bitch, I'm here to run the meeting. I sit at the head of this table. Mm-hmm. So we are still viewed as not being people of value. It's like it's all of the, the stature of folk and then black women are at the bottom of that. And now we even got black men shitting on us. So ain't nobody got our motherfucking back. We just out here bad as hell and by our damn selves. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of synergy around that, too, trying to squash that, trying to get things to, um, again, the silence. And one way that people do silence us is that they they pit you, I believe, in a space where you particularly digital, this thing goes viral. Mm-hmm. And what do we, what 
what pieces or what sound pieces get picked up. Those parts that best fit the narrative that we know. We're angry. We can't be decisive, especially about our feminism and who can represent that. Here's the big picture that I'm having a problem with, and I'm getting ready to put on my little academic hat just a mm-hmm. tad bit. Okay. When you start talking about a colonized, okay, nation that still has a colonized mentality and still has a hidden colonization in places like education, in places like entertainment, and it's most especially in places of conversations about gender, we're going to continue to get this slope slipped up, messed up, fucked up, period. Mm-hmm. Being a feminist is not a clear and resolute definition for me personally. It slips and it slides as where I can find the judgment for myself as a woman. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that don't offend me as a woman that because I had a father that I grew up with that was an influence in my life. Mm-hmm. There are some spaces that I don't enter t- into. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue to have this conversation as if it's an apple and an orange when truly, depending on who's handed in, that shit is the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the seed. Somebody else gets the core. Somebody mm-hmm. else gets that apple truly with that flesh on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think a lot of times these people, I think a lot of times these people put a lot of um, definitions and restrictions on what feminism is. And like a lot of these articles are that where it's just like, this counts and this doesn't count, you know, and it's, yeah. it's like policing people into like certain groups, um, you know, and I, I think, you know, uh, feminism as a as a concept seems to be messy as a person on the outside looking in. It seems like one person's definition might not be the same as another person's definition, but they can still call themselves both feminists, you know, and it's weird when someone says, oh, you're being divisive by pointing out the fact that you're different. But I don't want you to talk about your differences anymore. At least, and this is what not in a at least not in a way I don't get to tell you is okay. Right. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that again is controlling. It's the gatekeeping of who gets to have the narratives. First of all, if if you talk about women that present themselves in a certain way, going back to the Karen Stephens conversation, let's tell the truth. She could have been a real estate agent Mm -hmm. on the low. Yeah. You don't need a camera crew to take your license and show a house. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but so we we have an opportunity, every race, every gender, and I'm including all, whether mm-hmm. you're in process or finished or whatever, I'm, I'm being as inclusive as possible. Everybody has a contradiction within themselves, mm-hmm. within their groups, within their identities. OK, so this isn't a new situation, but. It remains an issue of control when you put it into a systematized space mm. like media, like entertainment, those types of things. Mm. Yeah, I think that because um, you were saying how that there weren't really any think pieces on Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Like there were there were several. There were a lot. It's, it's and we wrote some yeah. of them too. black women. No, yeah, I meant by these white women, no, not not way. by. I'm sorry. I'm, but the thing is, yeah, like, they weren't, it was especially after her performance in the MTV video awards or whatever. Right. The thing is, it's, it was like the same white women who are, who are saying that Beyonce is not feminist for whatever reasons, um, were actually championing, championing Miley Cyrus's performance mm-hmm. and they're saying that black women shouldn't have an issue with her cultural appropriation. 
Yes. And so, so it was, it's all, it's all very interesting. Yeah. That um, was, by the way, that's what I meant. Sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to say there were none. Yeah. I meant these women don't write these critical think pieces, pieces yes. about these other white women. That's, like, yeah. that's what I meant. Like, yes. like I clicked but on they this. They don't have to think like that though, either. Yeah. But, yeah. and, and if they did, cause I think Shanae O'Connor wrote like a series of open letters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Miley Cyrus. And they were saying that, um, Miley Cyrus is, you know, like she's a victim of slut shaming mm-hmm. and no one was talking about Robin Thicke's, um, role in the whole performance. Right. So, like, so their analysis really isn't, isn't across the board. And of course, like everybody's saying race, has to play an issue with it. Well, when you, the thing is, when they're questioned, because I feel like, you know, people say they don't have to think like this. This reaction that she's having is exactly because people are challenging them to think like this. Right. Like right. now they're finally for the, with the internet and the advent of media and people kind of making their own spaces now, people are having the power to challenge these people. And the reaction they're giving are these like really defensive, like reactionary, like, white guilt responses of like no 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 no. there's no problem here there's no problem here we don't need to talk about race we're good guys right we're good right we're, it's, we're all one people i don't see color like all like there's exactly they're black so girls, like strong. the whole thing with black girls rock yeah like is it that meant that white women didn't rock like girl right exactly um i'm look i clicked on her name I, I like to do this with these think pieces i clicked on her name to see what else she wrote about uh, she writes a lot about, you know, people outside of the U.S., um, which, you know, it's fine. I think, you know, there's a lot of feminist issues all around the globe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's one title that I found interesting. The sexual exploitation of underage white girls. If it's not about race, what is it about? Because, mm. mm. <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. No yeah. underage black girls ever had this issue either. Right. right? No need to worry about yeah. those poor Indian girls being sold into slavery. But what about the white girls? Nobody's talking about them. They use the term white because yeah. when you say girls and then the article is about white girls, it does make black and women of color's bodies invisible. So I like when you specify this is about white people as opposed to generalizing the girl or female experience to all people when it's you're only talking about white people i think about that when i read research and it's like oh this is a study on masculinity is it because you're only talking about white middle class men as opposed to this is a study on black masculinity because i know i'm talking about black men so it names who we're talking about so i can get behind that because you need to tell me you're talking about white people because that may not necessarily generalize to the experience but i mean yeah if this weren't coming from the same woman who's like hey everybody can we not stop talking about race Race. and color and ethnicity right (laughs) remember yeah that's what i'm saying in the context of we're all just women guys this ain't about race anyway let's talk about these white girls um and then another article when anti-racism becomes anti-woman the privilege of race above gender that's the right. Privilege of race is doing the absolute most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This woman just sounds ah! like she sounds like a troll, man. But uh yeah, white people really feel like old. not being able to talk about things is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's like, oh well, I'll trade, you know, having to undergo racism and driving while black and being followed in stores because I want to be able to talk about things and say nigger. Right. And if I can't say that, I don't have privilege. Right. <laughs> you're saying there's a thing i can't do without people being upset oh no but you really don't want to be oppressed though like i think all oppressed people 
would say, oh, you want this? Like, when white people like, oh, reverse racism this, and, like, if you want it, you can have it. You know, right. like, you can you can have, like... This is not a thing we cling on to, <laughs> no. for the record. Anyone watching, nobody is sitting around like, you know what, man? The thing I love about being black, getting stopped and frisked. It's, it's the shit, Come man. on now. Like, that, like, of all the things, like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love driving around and being like, is this, is this guy following yeah, me? Yeah. That is so dope. Yeah, yeah and, and, the, <laughs> and the thing about it, and it's said, and it will continue to be said, a lot of people, they want to be black without being black. It's like, it's like, you want to be cool, you want to be hip, you want to be just able <laughs> to say what the fuck you want to say, but you really don't want the brown tone of my skin. What did, uh, Paul, exactly. Mo- what did Paul Mooney kind of say? Yeah, you don't want to be, head of a meeting and ask right. to go get some coffee right that's that's right paul you, paul mooney said uh everybody want to be a nigga but nobody want to be a nigga yeah like right. like you you really don't want banks to be sued off of discrimination because your interest rate was twice as high on with your the, auto with, loan with with right. the same right credit scores you know you you really don't want you know that that part of it but you want to be black though well okay. i'll tell you what people do want to do they want to fuck with. Sex. They want to fuck with these black people, man. Well, it's yeah, time. Have sex. Yes. Yeah, just it's have time sex to play fucking mm-hmm. with black people. Yay! All right, here we go. <laughs> We've been waiting for this game. She said, "Yay!" And just fucking with these black people. We're just fucking with these blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Fucking with black people. And uh, it's where we read different articles from around the globe. And we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for fucking with black people. Today's contestants are a school teacher. Oh, snap. In Ohio. White teacher tells black student, we don't need another black president. Mm-mm. One was enough. <laughs> One time and y'all out. We're going to guarantee you ain't never going to get back in that office again. All full here. A high school teacher, <laughs> a high school teacher has been suspended without pay for allegedly telling a black student, we don't, we do not need another black president. After the student said he would like to become president. Oh, Jesus. Mm. When you're white, the sky's the limit. When you're black, the limit is the sky. Uh, Gil Voigt, a Fairfield freshman school teacher, is facing dismissal from the school since Fairfield Board of, uh, the Bo- Fairfield Board of Education suspended him after allegedly making the racially insensitive statement to a student earlier in December. A report from the assistant superintendent, Roger Martin, stated that the incident happened December 3rd in front of several students, according to Cincinnati.com. Martin said that four students were interviewed who confirmed the incident occurred. This is a rare occurrence. This is the first time I faced it since being named assistant superintendent in 2011, Martin said to Cincinnati.com. The student's parents complained to the school and a teenager was removed from Voight's class. A disciplinary hearing about the incident against Voight, who is white, was conducted by Martin. Voight has 10 days to request a hearing before the school, uh, before the school board or a referee. I wonder if it's just like a basketball referee. What kind of referee is this? (laughs) (laughs) They'll come in and be like, be like, Play for your freedom to get back to school. Yeah. <laughs> that is a foul. Traveling. That is trafficking. Traveling. <laughs> traveling. Unnecessary racism. 15 yards. <laughs> um, we are penalty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are ejected without pay. We intended to uphold the board policies and to hold teachers accountable for the essential functions of the teacher job description. 
uh roger martin said voight is accused of violating board policies related to staff ethic staff ethics staff student relations and harassment the science teacher science how did this come up in science the fuck yeah uh, so uh y'all get up and tell me about your hopes and dreams not so fast nigger one by one (laughs) yeah it's like uh in addition to telling me uh what the uh the the particles of chromium are uh tell me what you want to be one day uh president (laughs) not so fast nigger Mm -hmm. the science teacher who was teaching at the school for 14 years (laughs) Has been disciplined before several times in the past. Oh, Lord. In 2008, he received a verbal warning for making inappropriate racial comments. Uh, and he still got his goddamn job. What was it? Well, 2008 Obama was winning then, too. Maybe that was the same thing. Yeah, he was angry. I he like to be. Him off. It's his trigger. Yeah, you, you think. presidents sets uh, him off. Oh, uh, you, you, you think he, t- he turned his butts and burner over when he read that? <laughs> the president, no! <laughs> yeah that day everybody got an f you know it's so <laughs> the day after the election was tough in this class pop quiz motherfuckers i'm mad um and name- obama better not be the answer for none of these it questions probably like one of those old tests they used to give to see if we could vote register to vote you know yeah yeah if your grandfather <laughs> got an a in the white school it's after segregation <laughs> do you get an a on this test um voight also received another <laughs> verbal warning for improper use of school technology that same year who knows what that porn. was he was he was probably googling like yeah kkk black girls porn. with big booties yeah right. yeah i was gonna say <laughs> he was googling that's what he was googling i was black going girls with big booties i was going with leticia too i i, I think I think these dudes definitely jack off the black women. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says. I don't I, care about them black men, but I them feel, ladies. I feel like if we could get the internet history of any like neo-Nazi, that shit is going to be like some race, like just all the racial stuff. I'm trying you know to what? tell Let you. Me give you, uh-uh, a you know, you know my thought. What is it? That's how I got light skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of a short, a short anecdote about that. So when I moved mm-hmm. from the North to the South, when I was like 11 or 12 years old, I was on a bus. Me and my sister were sitting in the back of the bus and a group of white guys started basically saying black people should be happy that they were in slavery because we taught, they taught us how to work and they were talking all that. I mean, they were just, they gave me the racist business that day mm. in my first experience in the South. How about maybe just a year and a half later, they were trying to get with me. Like, mm. did you just tell me, didn't you just say yep. really to my face? all of these racist things but low-key you want to fuck like what is happening here they he wanted, to, he, he wanted that, to teach you about that work he was talking about that black misogyny come on now you understand <laughs> that, that we got you know butterflies and shit flying from our pussies you mm-hmm. know they want that yeah, it's glitter yeah. did, I, did i tell y'all the story about um the white guy in high school who told me like we were learning about slavery and he said like you know charla don't worry because if I was your master, okay. you you would be you would definitely be in the house. Like I'd be having sex with you. Ah! Okay. Wait, so that like, was like, don't be so upset. I see you getting upset about the slavery discussion. Don't worry. If I was your master, that was his game. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, that was his game. Hey, girl, I see you over there looking all worried, learning about this slavery. But listen, <laughs> if you was my slave. Ain't no way in the hell I have you out there in the field with cotton in your hair and straw. Oh, you too pretty for that girl. I have you in the house doing dishes and taking care of my white children. 
You ain't even got to worry about all that. You would never sweat. You'd be in the AC with me, baby. Right. All I would dress time. you in the finest of my, ma- of my, of my wife's you know, clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I give you the finest of my wife's hand me downs, girl. You'll never have to worry about anything. Just put that butterfly pussy on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's no white Jeffersons. It's no white Jeffersons. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I give this dude, um, let's see, he got suspended. He's, but he's done it before. Repeat, offender. The school board did not have his back, so I appreciate that. I'm gonna give him a 75. Yeah, about say 50 75. between the 50 to 75. Yeah, because yeah. he did get suspended without pay. He's done it before. I, like I'm adding 25 because it's not his first offense. You know okay. what I mean? Because that if it was like first time and he got suspended, there's like a chance he just fucked up. He had a bad day at work or whatever. Okay. But you know the fact that he's been a, a handful. And uh, the school said no pay for you. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give him. Uh, had to give him a uh, 75. Uh, we have another contestant, by the way. Oh uh, shit, we got two this week. This might be. Ooh. This is up there, and probably my top five of the year. Fucking with black peoples. Right. A Texas man has been charged with a federal hate crime for allegedly breaking a 79 year old man's jaw in what authorities describe as a racist take on the knockout game. Okay. Oh snap. This is what happens when the media keeps fucking with these white people with the with the knockout game, making it sound like it's happening every five minutes. Mm-hmm. You get these idiot white people that are like, "I'm gonna go out here and strike strike for justice for the white man." Mm-hmm. We in Obama's America, we the new victims, and I'm gonna show them. And then this dude ah! goes out and hits an old unarmed black man for no reason for oh. a trend that probably doesn't really exist. It's probably like ten cases throughout America, if that. You know, um, Conrad Barrett, 27, was arrested after he boasted of sucker punching of a sucker punch while at a bar and showed cell phone video of the attack to a fellow patron who turned out to be an off duty cop. Oh, <laughs> oh that's what you get. Good. I kind of hope when he punched him, he was like, world star, just a little bit like, <laughs> oh, you know, he was yeah. come join us. Come join us in our negativity. Barrett stalked the victim as the other man exited his car in a residential area of Katy, Katy, Texas on November 24th. Oh, video of the attack, according to authorities, shows Barrett approaching his victim and asking, how's it going, man? Before clocking him. You know that old, you know what? That black man is so old, he probably knew he was getting punched. Yeah. Because he been through this. Like, he been through real, actual physical racism. Yeah. He's like, I could tell by the way that boy was walking towards me. This was not going to end well. Mm-hmm. I remember that day back in 1972. Yeah. You know, back in 1945, we called that a punching gate. You can just oh. look at, <laughs> you can look at the way he walks. You can see it in the gate of his walk that that white man's going to do some violence to some brothers that day. And, uh, I flinched up. I pulled my cane up. I was ready. Uh, video of the attack according to authorities. Yeah. So the victim who was black fell to the ground and Barrett ran away laughing. Barrett, who is, who is white, had also saved on his phone videos that when he used, he used a racial epithet and asserted that black people haven't fully experienced the blessing of evolution. So. Oh, we ain't evolved. Yeah, he's like these black. Two dumbass going around punching people. Mm-hmm. That's very evolved. That's very civilized. That's the height of civilization. So civilized. And recording it too. 
Yeah. Right. And, and he was an old man. And like my father is 76, but my father still carries his gun on his waist and his uh, knife in his sock. So that motherfucker would have got fucked up. Yeah. Up. He lucky. But again, you know, that probably shows that that, that, that elder had been through it before because mm-hmm. he just fell down. Yeah, he probably didn't even get hurt, really. He's like, you know, if you just let them get the steam out and lay down, they tend to go away. This, is so <laughs> this racism is killing me inside. <laughs> He's like, if I stab this white man, you know, that's 15 years for me. Yeah. So let me just. That's 10 to 20. Let me get it out of my system. Uh, in another clip, say this for, oh yeah, in uh, more video footage shot before the attack, Barrett drives a car around a shopping parking lot, shopping mall parking lot and says he's trying to work up the courage to play the knockout game. Yet another video from his phone documents Barrett announcing that he found the perfect African-American suspect, but then appeared to change his mind, according to affidavit. Uh, in the yeah, devil, because that one might have whipped his ass. In the devilish game, goons attack innocent strangers at random in public, attempting to knock them out with a single punch. A recent spate of such attacks, which are often videotaped on smartphones, have led to a stream of press conference, uh, press coverages, uh, but... Uh, federal prosecutors say that the twisted practice has been documented as far back as 1992 under various names. Uh, in announcing the charges against Barrett, acting U.S. Attorney General Jocelyn Samuel said the U.S. Department of Justice would work with partners to ensure that hate crimes are identified and prosecuted and that justice is done. At the, and I, this, this is the thing, man. Why do we have to even have hate crimes? Cause it just brings up race. And it's so divisive. Yeah, we all treat You can't same. even target a person because of their race because that is racist that you get in trouble for it. You see what I'm right. saying? <laughs> it's so deep. <laughs> um, uh, at the very show, the video to the off-duty cop who works as an arson investigator, the lawman left the bar and alerted a police officer nearby who then confronted Barrett and confiscated his phone. The victim did not initially file a criminal complaint, police said. The officers recognized the vi- neighborhood in the video and canvassed it. Neighbors led the police to the victim, who relatives then said relatives then filed a formal complaint for him. Oh, so they hit him and report the shit. Because I'm telling you, this shit didn't hurt, man. This black man was not even hurt, man. He was just like, oh, crackers. And then just Hold like, on. <laughs> probably took like five seconds before he even laid down and shit. He probably got hit and was like, all right. Um, Barrett was charged Tuesday with violating federal crime prevention, hate crimes prevention act, which carries a maximum penalty of 10 years and $250,000 fine. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll give this dude, um, I just, I had to give him a hundred because the knockout game is so sensationalistic right now. Like for him to just like take it upon himself to be like the guy. And then he planned this attack out. You know, he's kept video evidence of the entire fucking thing. Cut wow. Like an idiot. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a hundred, man. I feel like I should give him less, but it feels hundredy to me. You know what I'm saying? It feels very yeah. hundredy. There was I'm, physical assault. So, yeah. yeah. I feel very fucked with is what I'm saying. So, yeah. Um, all right, man. Let's play the other game that everybody loves to play here. Uh, it's time. <laughs> now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. I said, now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we play or read different articles from around the globe and we ask our contestants, in this case, the ladies of the Black Astronauts Lady Launch podcast, to guess the race. Ladies, Ooh. 
Are you nervous? I'm pumped. I'm ready. I am ready. All right. Yes. <laughs> the chat room plays along and they are quite racist. All right, let's get started. Oakland. In Oakland. Oakland police are hoping that a picture of an armed robbery suspect that he took of himself hmm. using the oh. victim's cell phone oh, snap. will lead to his arrest. Oh, that's right. Selfies as evidence, y'all. Oh, do people not know that a lot of people's phones now are programmed, and when you snap pictures, it like saves in their Google and saves in their Facebook. Like it goes somewhere. It just don't sit and on. And it phone. tells where it was taken and at what time. Yes, yep. exactly. and it gives the map location of where you took <laughs> the it. GPS. Yes, I feel like if you take a selfie with a stolen phone, they should have like a different name for that. Like selfies or some shit like something self felonies yeah like some felonies <laughs> a selfie self felonies yeah. that's what's definitely a self felony got to be black got to be black he took a fel a felony a selfie he did a something a selfie <laughs> yeah um anyway police said the female victim was walking down the street um at 7:30 p.m. <laughs> he took a muggy yeah i like that i like that a muggy on august 19th when the two men are armed with handguns approached her and demanded her cell phone and necklace um the woman complied and the suspects drove off with the items later that night one of the suspects used the woman's cell phone to take a picture of himself which police re- released friday in an effort to identify him Sus- the suspect who that took shit was clear as mug yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah the suspect who took the selfie is described as, well, I can't tell you what race, but, uh, between the ages of 17 and 21, who's about five foot four inches tall and weighs 150 pounds. Uh, police said he has gold coverings on his upper and lower teeth. <laughs> police described the, <laughs> the other, the other dude is having, is being six feet 170. Um, Oakland police and crime stoppers are offering up to $2,500 for information leading to the arrest of these suspects. So guess the race of the suspects in the case. Black. Black. Show enough black. He was like an extra in one of those movies you mentioned earlier. You know. CB4. CB4. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Yeah. He had a jerry curl when he was six. All right. So it looks like all the ladies are going black on this one. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the, the race of uh, the suspects are in this case. Um, let's see. Uh, five, four, Asian, says Dexter. Um, mm. Douglas. Five four with gold French. That's not a race, Paul Andre. Let's see. World star contributor Black, Gucci Mang, mm. one who saw the name Latitia in the chat room and wrote it down with a smile <laughs> for for his daughter's name. For his daughter's Aww. name. Uh, Lil Wayne alien cousin Black, Paul Wall White, Black all day every day. Dupree Johnson's cousin, oh. Men- Menthol Snorter, Look Ma Black. Tan proof. Tan proof? That's good. <laughs> concrete kindergartner. What the hell is a concrete um, kindergartner? Uh, it's like, um, uh, it's like Tar Baby. Uh, oh. Yeah, Leonard Brothers oh. is good. He's really oh. good. You have to do the work to get to, to the racism of Frizz. Uh, I feel like Leonard <laughs> Brother could say this shit in real life and people would be like, that wasn't racist at all. <gasps> Like after he leaves, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but like I'm just not getting it. He's like, yeah, these concrete kindergartens are crazy. Oh, Leonard, you're the worst. Oh, <gasps> he's talking about black babies. Um, <laughs> gold all in my teeth, Negroid. Mm-hmm. Old only catfish show participant worth watching. 
isn't that Aww. the word isn't that the true felt five the black shows are the best uh goddamn lb oh that's just a someone upset i said white hot sauce enthusiasts um the correct answer yes, is. is and almost everybody got it it was black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a couple of you guys missed it in the chat room The guy who went Asian, I applaud you, sir. Very bold. That is very bold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, based based solely on on, on the height. height. Yeah, if he would have got that right, I'm just saying that would have been one of the most clutch. Pro- yeah, probably the height and the location. Because when you said Oakland, I was mm-hmm. like, mm, possibly if you would have said San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they got some creations out there. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. A woman faces charges for allegedly smuggling a pipe in her private parts uh, to get into jail. Uh, oh snap! Not the private mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. In Oklahoma City. Oh, what so, kind of pipe? Oklahoma City, a meth pipe? I don't know. Yeah. Oklahoma City woman is facing charges after allegedly trying to smuggle in a marijuana pipe in her oh. private parts. Oh my! What was she gonna smoke it in jail? The bong, talking about that glass bong thingy? No, not though. Not a bong. Oh. Jesus, if you could fit that in your vagina, you need to be super head. You That's need why I'm gonna go ahead and look at start, crazy. You need to start writing your book. See, this is this is why I don't do drugs, kids. I mean, a vagina is a person, all, but it's like a change purse, not no fucking. <laughs> yeah. Not a dollar bill purse. This shit is a carry-on luggage. If you can put <laughs> that, that in a there. change purse. According to uh, authorities, 25-year-old Erica Marie Dana was arrested, accused of causing a disturbance outside of a home Saturday. When officers got Dana to the jail, officers searched her and found a marijuana pipe inside the woman's body cavity. According to the police report, the pipe had a marijuana odor coming from it. Someone had to smell uh, it. Wait uh, a minute. After it came out of the purse, it had a marijuana odor on it? See? Yeah. Yes. Which, I mean, I guess is good for her hygiene, right? You know what I mean? Like... If they would have been like, we, it had a fish odor, it'd be like, oh no, that's, that's terrible. That's, just didn't, <laughs> we don't know what was smoked in here. You know what I'm saying, guys? No, we don't want to find it, out. It had to be some Oops, good seven. weed, though. It, yeah, it could have been some real potent weed, too. Some had deadly be. weed. Yeah. That is one way to get a dude to go down on you, though. Okay. Just you would get high. <laughs> It's like, look, man, got, I don't know what it is about this got, pussy, bro, but I'm telling you. Marijuana flavor pussy. <laughs> now nobody told me about this shit. Every time I have sex with her, I just want to eat a sandwich and get and high. Go to sleep, and just right? go to sleep. Like I watch half bake and I'll be giggling and I just go to sleep, bro. I'll be down understand. there all day. <laughs> Nothing get accomplished. Right. <laughs> Niggas going to be pressed. They going to be texting you, boy. Girl, what you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't you gotta go work in the morning? It don't matter, man. Just come over, please. Right. They, they'll never take her out. <laughs> right. I just want to eat your pussy. That's it. I don't even care about I don't even want to have sex with you. Yeah, I don't care. It's, let them judge me. Let them um, judge. <laughs> <laughs> Dana is now facing charges for disturbing the peace and trying to bring contraband to jail. Guess the race of Erica Marie Dana, uh, 25 of Oklahoma City. White. Right. Mhm. White. Okay. Yeah, she definitely is white. She goes to the beauty supply store and buys booty pads because she really wants to be Beyonce white. <laughs> uh huh. She, she definitely. Yeah, she's one of those store. white girls. It's Sally Hansen as opposed to the one on the corner next to the Chinese spot. White. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So everybody's going with white. Let's check the chat room. 
Methy McMethy thing. <laughs> oh my. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Oh, uh, Matthew McMethington, reverse moon cricket, says Ashley Classy. Raymond Jackson says, professional Negro, <laughs> professional Negro presidential aspiration eliminator. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. One who puts up the three fingers for the Hunger Games to support white woman solidarity. Oh. Triangle butt, says Latoya. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. The slander. <laughs> Uh, Molly Cyrus says Farja, which is the same as the first guess. Uh, one who <laughs> drops everything she's doing and sings along anytime Pretty Wings comes on. Uh, that, that's, is that, that's a Maxwell song, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, mm-hmm. that like a 40 year old black woman? I'm confused. Yeah, I, I feel like he, that, I think Black Rob's going black. Yeah, I think he's going black. I don't think white women drop everything when mm-hmm. Pretty Wings comes no. on. No. Sisters do. No. Unless, but is there like a white like maybe maybe there's another pretty wings like yeah, by Billy Ray Cyrus that we don't know about. Black like, Rob, maybe. I'm counting your guess as black unless you clarify it's not. Uh, my man's Enoya Montoya, Negro Montoya says, "String cheese hair having Becky waiting to blaze up to write her next Beyonce think piece." Oh my. <laughs> 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 Sting, stringy hair, demon, egg, white, um, egg, anyway. oh. Amanda Bond's cousin. <laughs> How the fuck we get this many shows in and nobody said egg before? Uh, lab rat, cheese, she don't play for the thunder and those are only black people in okay. Milky white privilege, pre- professional cheese taster. I can only make my booty clap and pussy smoke black. Uh, oh, I can make my booty clap and pussy smoke black. I don't know if pussy smoking is no, that's not the that's visual. not a black thing. Not well, not just that, but the visual of pussy smoke is not. I don't think it's as appealing <laughs> in general. <laughs> I've, I've, ah! seen it, I've seen it in person, and it's not that appealing. Yeah, it okay. don't sound too sexy. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, boy, I'm gonna make this pussy smoke on you. Like, oh, I don't know. Do I need my fire extinguisher? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, you can keep that pussy. I don't want none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Secondhand smoke. That's bad. Yeah. Like, imagine what your ovaries look like. That's an like, that's an advanced on. level of sex. I'm not ready for the pussy no. smoking. You can, you can keep that. <laughs> yeah. Like anyway, the correct answer was white. She's a white lady. Of course. <laughs> All the ladies got it right. And a couple people in the chat missed it. All right. It's bonus round time. Everybody's tied. All right. Everybody's two for two. Here we go. Double the points. Double the raise. Double the points. And the raise. That's right, guys. It's bonus round time for Guess the Race. Everybody's tied 2-2. Everything now is worth double the points and double the racism. Ladies, are you nervous about the bonus time? No, I got performance anxiety. I got performance anxiety. All right, all right. We got one nervous person, three people very confident. Let's see how it works out. A West Side man arranged the murder. Mm. I'm sorry. We usually live on the west. I'm sorry. Go ahead. For the record, for the record, I have that same reaction every time an article stars a West Side. I don't, I don't even know why I believe that. Every town in America, I believe the West Side got black people. No matter where it is in the country. Yeah, I don't even know if the West Side is on the West Side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't got to be. It could be on the East Side or the North Side. They just be like a West Side man. You're like, mm, I know that code. 
Mm-hmm. Did this man have dreadlocks, if you know what I'm saying? Did that in the South Side, I'm going, mm. A West Side man arranged the murder of his mother. Why? Oh! I saw this. Ugh. His yeah. own mama. I know where you're going with this one. Yeah. I was, mm. Who is a yeah. well-known owner of a beauty salon in Uptown. Mm-hmm. To gain access to more than ninety thousand dollars of her bank accounts and proceed from and uh, proceeds from two of her life insurance policies. How did he think he's gonna get away with this? Kwame Wilson, twenty four guest race. <laughs> oh no, not Kwame. No you and Kwame for anyone that's oh. uh in North Austin, uh in the North Austin neighborhood has been charged with murder and home invasion and the death of his mama Yolanda Holmes, forty five. He's 24. Mm. Charged with Wilson or uh, Eugene Spencer, 22. This motherfucker had co-conspiracy. Who signs up to be a co-conspirator to kill somebody's mama, man? Come on now. Hey, man, I'm thinking about killing my mama. Uh, Good luck with that? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> right. I, I just I, need some help. And I'll be going to report your ass in? Yeah. Right, exactly. You trying to help me kill my mama? Uh, No. <laughs> Does No, your mama been good to me. Yeah. What are you talking about? The lady that brings me snacks? nowhere else to go yeah your mama does my cousin sister hell no nigga no right <laughs> she gives me great drink when i come down your house um who prosecutor said kills killed homes and Loriana johnson uh who served as the driver so she going to prison forever for driving yeah, nah. not not me that's why i ain't never gonna be accomplished dog mm-hmm. you ever read about me being accomplished y'all know i've been framed everybody I'm yeah, not, I'm kidding. I'm not helping. I was forced. Exactly. There's no crime I would help anybody in, dog. No, I'm sorry. No, yep. I need to get all the benefits. Yep, yeah. and that's one reason why you almost have to have a background check to ride with me. I don't like let random yeah. people jump in my car because I want to know about you and who your people is and where you came from. If I get caught in a criminal mm-hmm. act, if I'm not the mastermind, y'all know it's a setup, y'all. I'm telling you now. If you listen to the podcast and be like, Rod was helping kill the people. <laughs> nope, wrong. He helped hide the bodies. Not nope. me. Mm-mm. I've watched Snapped way too many times. Say that again. Right. Niggas catching light. is crazy, man. Yeah. We both going to prison with life because your ass needed some help. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh-uh. I just happened to breathe this around right. the vicinity when you said the sentence and I take my ass to jail? I don't think so. I killed my wife. Help me put her in storage. Fuck nope. no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get out of my I, house. I immediately go to jail. <laughs> yeah, I be like, police? Be like, mm, police? Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I i'm probably the worst though because i'd be like oh i got you bro just go outside and wait just wait wait by the car uh ignore them sirens man they ain't coming for us um <laughs> after the hearing one relative of both wilson and holmes collapsed in the hall outside the bond court and began crying against the race another parent family member with him declined <laughs> comment i'm just saying one race be collapsing a lot um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel! Oh, I, I can't believe it. my baby. I'm telling you, we got that flair for for the dramatic. Kill your lord up, oh God, Lord! Mm-hmm. <laughs> take me, Lord! Take me! Yes. <laughs> then God come down, and be like, "All right, I'll take you." Wait a minute! I, I, I wasn't that <laughs> serious. Oh, oh, that, that, that's figure speech. Now yeah. that's figure speech. Not so fast. That's entrapment, God. What are you doing? <laughs> Why you didn't come last week when the rent was late? Right. Where was you at then? God, your head look good. Right. Oh, that is late. Is that a perm? You got bees. I'm going to miss everybody. 
<laughs> You've been working out. <laughs> Dudes just come out in the background. You've been working out, Jesus, because you're looking good. Mm. I tip my forehead <laughs> to your memory. <laughs> <laughs> Start to thinking. Uh. How come everybody can sing when singing that song? I don't know why, but it's true. <laughs> Um, but they sang it so hard. Yeah, go home tonight and try singing it to yourselves, people listening. It's true. I don't care if you can't sing. Um, Holmes, the owner of Nappy Head Salon. Come on. Jesus was not getting his hair done there. It's, uh, and the way it's spelled is Nappy, N-A-P-P-Y, Heads, H-E-D-Z. Oh, what's that? Salon, S-A-L-O-N, but Head Salon has no space in it. <gasps> That's one word. Uh, what? Oh, mm-hmm. Nappy head salon. Is no, she no. Doing hair? Yeah, that's her new hustle. That's what she ought to be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Jesus, Jesus wasn't there. Now Jesus, this is where Jesus went. Yeah, I'll put the spelling in the chat room for okay. anyone that's confused. Uh, he was was uh, she was killed at four fifteen a.m. at her home. Uh, uh, an autopsy shows she died from multiple stab wounds and a gunshot to her head. Oh, that would be sure she wouldn't coming back. Wilson was arrested Sunday after police investigation determined that he arranged to have his mother murdered. He was charged with murder and home uh, invasion. Uh, Assistant State's Attorney Maura White and Wilson, who has his mother's name tattooed on his right shoulder, irony, liquidated his mother's bank accounts valued at over $90,000 a week after her death. And you think that's not going to flag, dog? Like, have you watched any episodes of Snapped? Like, they're not going any. Law and order, pick yeah. one. SUV, VUW, all any of them. Just pick one. You any can't, law and order. You can't touch that money for years sometimes. Huh. And they get them too. Like it'd be people like he didn't touch the money for ten years, and they'd be like, Then he spent some money, we knew it was him. Like mm-hmm. you man, you got to be real careful with this shit, bro. Out here getting rims and shit with your mama's death money. What kind of shit oh, is this? Come on. Hey nigga, they spending, bruh. <laughs> What? Didn't your mama just die? Huh? Oh yeah, I'm grieved. I'm grieving. You know, right. I'm crying. This, this is part of my process. Yeah, you know, I'm sad. You know, I had to go to the strip club get like six, seven bitches last night, man, because I was so sad. <laughs> I was hurt. Them, was, them lap dances, boy. I cried over every one of them. Yeah, I was hurt, bro. When I bought this Xbox One, man, you know, just oh. shout out to the Lord. Um, <laughs> he was also the beneficiary of two of her life insurance policies. Cell phone records reveal that Wilson called Spencer and Johnson before, during, and after the murder. And he think that they not gonna realize when you make <laughs> you a up cell-, on the cell phone like that. Come on, they think they ain't gonna pinpoint and ping. He didn't watch the wire. He didn't watch the wire. Didn't no. want, he was like, I don't want the police to have to do any work. <laughs> open the shit case. Let them, let's, right. let's say that this won't be on. You could put this on the first 24. Forget the first 48 hours. You could put right. this on the first 24. The first, the first hour. <laughs> the first 48 minutes. Yes. <laughs> you can solve that case before commercial. Don't even get your snack out. This is going to be a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> he had, an, it was show show. We got two episodes in y'all. Yeah. A and E, A and E got like a new show premiering because they got a new slot open up to Doug Dodge to get back. So for the first 48 minutes, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on there. Oh God. <laughs> Father's in the confessional giving out shout outs and shit. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be on right for helping me kill my mama. Yeah. 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 This gonna be on TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that camera right there. Something had to be wrong with and him. And this is why I'm not having kids either. I'll be damned if I have one and you kill me. 
First of all, shout out to the West Side. West Side! <laughs> we up in this. I be representing, dog. Um, let's see. Uh, White said, uh, both Wilson and Spencer admitted to their roles in the scheme immediately. Oh, um, yeah, because they was like, I, ain't, I, I I'm going to spend at least the amount of time in jail. This is like every episode of the first 48. Right. Where, where they really be they, like. They crack them down, don't they? Immediately. I'm watching that shit. I mean, it'd be amazing how they can get a nigga to cry so easy. I right. thought that was, I really thought that was like, you know, um, TV acting on other shows. No, no, that's no, real life. They yeah, really, well, I tell you why, cause motherfuckers really ain't hard. Like, right. They, right. they really commit these crimes and deep down, they're not hard. Like that's you can, you can shows. tell the hardcore people, yeah. they don't crack. They be like, we're going to mm-hmm. charge you. They be like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, real killers don't get caught. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, uh, yeah. All I know is they be talking to them dudes. They just be like, they you fold. know, you know, Jamario. They bring their mama in there. That, it's over. That, that man was somebody's father too. Uh-huh. And, and you got it. a son. You got a son. That's all. <laughs> all, they all the tears. <laughs> yeah, cause they're not hard. Yeah, yeah, and even like the ones that are hard, like you said, they bring their mama in there, and that shit be a rap it, every it be time. They be, go, go ahead and tell the baby, yeah. t- tell the police what you did, boy. She be coming in there mad, and then she be bringing up Jesus. She had to take off work. Mm-hmm. Had to square away the other kids and carrying on. She pissed as hell. But it reminds me of that scene in Minister Society mm-hmm. where he starts asking them, Kane, what happened? Oh, okay, no, so we went into the fun. store. And then we, well, what time did you go? And then by the time he gets around the store, he said, you know, you done fucked up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what the first 48 be like. I used to live in Memphis where they've actually shot some of those shows mm-hmm. at. Baby, real deal. Okay. Yeah. The no, best. But have y'all ever seen people y'all knew on first 48? Um, no. no, I saw people no. from Charlotte, but I didn't know them. Yeah, I've had, I've had two students on there. Wow. wow. Students. Yes. I- Former I- students. I'm like, damn, that's the query is. Wow. You were like, I was just telling him he couldn't be president. Uh, <laughs> now look at him. Wrong. Now look at him. Wow. <laughs> well, I you didn't, were right on that case. Bro. I didn't say he couldn't be a garbage man. Damn. Um, you know, it's funny. Well, I saw some white people on there. Um, and my favorite episodes have white people because <laughs> white people are so not ready for the pressure that like black people at least know the ropes. It's like, I ain't saying shit. And then, you know, but 20, like the first 10 yeah, minutes, 20 minutes later, they saying everything, but white people just be breaking down. Like it was a journey. He was talking very reckless to me and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> like, nigga, you're not going to make them work for it. Like, yeah, or, or, either, or you see either. him get in the car with him and drop. That's it, right there. Slow down, slow down. That's <laughs> right there. There it is. That's him. That's him. There he is, Jim Bob, right there. That's him. I can't He'll roll down the window and help Jim Bob. Right? No, no, it's not an arrest. They just want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, hey, they get them white people because them white people be thinking they friends talking to them cops. They like we're on the same side. Mm-hmm. Them white then them cops be turning the tables on them so fast. Like, so just tell us what happened and work it out. White people be believing. Like, yeah, you just tell them what happened and work it out. Okay. Jail. Um, Spencer was arrested Monday and charged with first degree murder, home invasion, aggravated discharge of a firearm. Uh, he shot Holmes according to a statement from the Chicago Police Department. Um, uh, Johnson, who police said drove Spencer to and from the crime scene, was also arrested Monday and charged with murder. Yes. 
she was, damn charge of murder and all you was was the, the driver this is why Fuck I talk, that you'll yeah. never if a nigga asked me for a ride i need specific reasons right me too yeah. who are we going to see and for what purposes are right. they expecting us never mind i'll call ahead right why don't you <laughs> like i like you know what i ask people when they be like i need a ride where's your car Right. Like, let's talk about that first. Like, let's, How were you getting there before you called me? What was your plan before you yeah, called me? Yeah. I, uh, so you're stuck in a basketball court. How'd you get here? How'd you get here <laughs> in the first place? Hey, now, wait a minute. These aren't the guys that killed the mother for the rap career, right? Is um, this the same guys? I don't know. They're not bringing up any rap stuff. Duh. Let me see. Now, uh, that was on. That made the news. The the little brother that killed his mama because uh, she was stopping his rap career and the two friends helped him. And it was the same type of scenario. Shit. He was waiting on the money to start his record label. Wow. wow. I, I'm sure yeah. that someone Google was saying that. I'm telling you, that one had mm-hmm. me tripped out. That's who I thought we were talking I about. At first. Well, this dude apparently used the salon as a venue to publicize or host community events like Back to school parties for young students. Uh, oh, that's what she used it for. And she was well known at Uptown. Colleagues said after the murder, she was always willing to lend a helping hand to those in need. Um, she was a real nice personality and always try to help people. I just mm. don't see who could would do something to her. Said Ayana her Anderson. Her ass son. How did you know that has to be a hurtful thing on a serious note? Yes. Parent, to know that your child, your last thing that you look at is your child killing you mm. i think that would give me enough strength to really take his ass with me mm. right because oh, really? oh, right. you know what try. she stabbed right she was stabbed and shot yep damn i think i would be dying like ain't this a bitch yeah like i brought you into this motherfucker okay oh i'd be hot out. I'm gonna haunt the shit out of you. I know that. You will never oh, have another. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah. You will never have another piece tonight. All perched up. You're gonna be up in jail. I'm gonna be floating above your bunk like, yeah, nigga, and what? Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh. That's sad. I don't know if it was for his rap career or whatever. What I do know is, uh, you guys gotta guess the race of Kwame Wilson, <laughs> Yolanda Holmes, and Loriana Johnson. Wait, no, wait, no. Not Loriana Johnson. Just what is the other also Oh yeah. Loriana Johnson, Quamaine Wilson, and Eugene Spencer. There you go. And his mom was named Yolanda Holmes. So different black. different last yeah, names. Alright, everybody's going with all black. Let's check the yes. chat room. Let's see what they believe. Yes. All black everything. Sometimes you gotta let the sism simmer. Three fifths of a man, says Little Brothers. Oh. Blickety blackety hair so nappity, says Ashley Three Classy. <laughs> One who won the first place in the Bronner Brothers hair show in Atlanta for his helicopter weave that reloads EBT card submission. Oh, my. Says Paul Andre Joseph. One who has a Facebook cover picture of 28s on that lack and a cash on the profile pic. Oh. Black Rob, no. Black Rob. I know why. Black Rob says absentee father. Oh, the son from that show, Thea Brandy, was not available for comment, but it's suspected she didn't uh, want to be down in this case. <laughs> oh, talk about Moesha. Yeah, Moesha. Oh, uh, I think that's what he meant was Moesha. Um, no, Thea. Oh, yeah. Thea had Brandy on it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That's that. where oh. she started. I didn't even yeah. see that. Oh. She had that mushroom haircut after Star girl? Search. Yep. Okay. After she lost Star Search. I had no idea, man. I thought she only did Moesha. Me man. too. Mm. Learned something new today. Blacker than that pizza from Twitter. 
that pizza was black. Yeah, me and that pizza have an ongoing relationship. Like, anytime I'm bored, I talk about how black that pizza is. Uh, tongue clickers, black. One who would take a selfie on the camera he stole. Barbershop, beauty shop, shit talking while fucking your lineup call in the back, all black. Oh, that is oh, so God. black. That is so black, man. Shut the fuck up. If you do hair and you cut hair, uh, in the, in the shop, shut the fuck up, man. Tired of that. That is such an annoying thing. Yeah, man. Scotty Pippen better than Michael. Oops. Jim, 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 yeah. Jim. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I cut that too close, bro. I yeah. gotta cut a little closer. The fuck you mean, uh, oops? <laughs> that's a part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Until you get your hair fucked up, you don't right. be feeling part of no culture. <laughs> Fuck up my lineup. Problem. I got to deal with my lineup being fucked up because it's the culture. Okay. <laughs> um, only black people would conspire to take over ninety thousand dollars of a weave empire. <laughs> Loriana sounds white. Uh, are you guessing white though? Uh, cold dust, blacker than the heart of a Cowboys fan who think they're gonna beat the Eagles. Yeah, Kai! That's what I'm talking about, dog. What's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. Taking them out today. Let's go. Um, but y- Yolanda and Kwame black, so it sounds like, uh, she be sh- the show enough is going black, I believe. Um, fried corn eater. Is that black? I don't know. Is fried corn I a black like thing? Corn. I like fried corn. Okay, let's say it's a black thing then. You guys are black, and I'm just going to co-sign that. I never had it. Um, so, yeah, the correct answer is, yeah. and this is for all the marbles. Someone said anything fried is black. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's bl- not true. Fried Twinkies is white. Yep, mm-hmm. and fried cheese. It's black. Mm-hmm. You guys it's, all got it right. I, it, and if I wouldn't have known the names, I wouldn't have guessed black because I don't necessarily think of black men as killing their mamas. Like Me I just that one seems like a reach. Yeah, but once you throw in Kwame and once Nap- you threw that, and I was like, well, nappy head salon. I don't know how you didn't. That's black. Me like, neither. Absolutely. Um, well, we got to talk about it, guys, before we get out of here. Sword ratchetness, guys. Okay very serious issue that affects the communities of all this is a, a issue that affects people of all genders races and nationalities okay there's no uh subsection of sore ratchetness it's mm-hmm. all the same to me okay mm-hmm. i don't even see race nope i see crazy a man <laughs> that's the truth a man in new hampshire allegedly hit a woman with a sword uh, <laughs> according to a report Stephen Austin, 34, was taken into custody when police showed up at a home in Columbia, New Hampshire, (laughs) around 11 a.m. After a call about an assault case came into the station, police spoke to a woman at the house and she told them that he hit her in the head with a sword. Oh, my. The extent of the woman's injuries were unknown, but she was expected to be okay. How? Who? No one wants to research that? He He didn't cut her. He hit her. Why are you hitting me with a sword? Yeah, I want to be hitting with the side of it. <laughs> why do you have a? Why do you own a sword? Yeah, also, why do you own a sword? Uh, she was transported to the nearby hospital while Austin was booked in the, at the station. It's unclear what the relationship between the woman and Austin is, or why they had an argument. Austin has been charged with first degree assault. He is still on jail. That's because whoever wrote this did not edit it, and he is still being held on. Instead of in jail, he's on jail. He's on top of the jail. You know how it is. <laughs> It's like slang. I'm on jail, nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know where to find me? On that jail, dog. Right. He on jail, girl. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> you guys on that old shit. I'm on jail. 
um <laughs> it's unknown that the woman intends to press charges um but i feel like the state white sh- white <laughs> white the state has to intervene here and press charges if she doesn't i assume right? i hope so well look this has been uh a longer episode man but like you know i felt like we got to introduce everybody to the ladies and i, I appreciate y'all sticking around sorry it got so long yes but yeah. um we appreciate you for having us no problem it was really fun make sure you guys check out the black astronaut uh like i said black astronauts is the podcast feed on itunes and stitcher these ladies are like a subsection of that show um so if you guys want to see the black astronauts ladies launch um y'all also have this pisces what is this show pisces life the pisces life Mm -hmm. yeah that's the two uh of us leticia and kai just doing a little something different different there okay all right well part of the brand part of the band big brother gave us big little brother gave us the green light so yeah make sure you guys go check all that out man like i said uh very funny very educated very very um nice show man like i said i i listened to them talk about because i like when beyonce came up man i that was like i was like here we go because we're gonna <laughs> see like this the true test and they, they passed with flying colors man everybody came out of that so uh organized and and nice and lovely about it so i was just like this is awesome so i'm glad you guys could do it um support our sponsors shadow dog productions i'll put the youtube video up go click on it go to blackoutist.com obviously it'll be on the front page um and i think that's about it tomorrow's guest will be um uh jess wood and josh homer from the ratchet hatchet podcast that should be fun um yeah so uh for people that or firm formerly uh after black if you guys remember that y'all should know them from there um and uh until then i love you you too baby